This is uh, Rick Seprud, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast, Gone Bananas Racing. Hi, my name is Chris Vieira. I'm the team manager for DE Racing, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. Hey, this is Kelly Christensen from The Dirt Racing, and this is Aaron Webb from The Dirt Racing, and you're listening to MPM Podcast. I'm Mark Pavitas, and I'm listening to the MBM Podcast. Hi, I'm Gary from Snow Designs, and you listen to the MBM Podcast. I'm Eric Jensen, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. Hi, I'm Adam Drake, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. This is Tim Connerman from Team Associated, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. This is Edwin Hartman, a.k.a. Dutch Oven Designs, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. And I'm Ryan Lutz, um, here with the MBM Podcast. I'm Jason Snyder, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. Hi, this is Frank Rue from TLR, and you are listening to the MBM Podcast. My name is Dakota Fend, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. I'm Brandon Rohde from LiveRC.com, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. I'm Randy Pike, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. You're listening to the MBM Podcast. My name is Ty Tessin. It's the MBM Podcast. We are back with another episode for you lovely listeners who enjoy listening to us. I'm, I'm not sure why you do, but I appreciate it. I do like seeing the listen count meter go up every couple hours. It's awesome. Appreciate that. So tonight we're going to be having Frank Rudon from TLR and, of course, Joey Christensen from The Dirt. The Dirt. And the Dirt Nitro Challenge, as most of you know. I'm excited about this podcast, oh, Matt. Man, I think it is going to be epic. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And of course, in this episode, we're actually going to get around to Kyle's man van. The man Finally, van. Because we forgot about that. Like <laughs> We went a little long on the last one, so I was like, okay, we're out of here. We're done. And then we stopped recording, and Kyle's like, we didn't even talk about my man van. So. He was all butthurt, eh? Yeah. A little I was, bit. I had, yeah, a I had bit. to bail because we were talking to Randy, and yeah. we, my uncle was in town. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Out of, yeah, just all over the place. So. But it worked out waiting to talk about his man van because he's actually got another story about yeah, his Yeah, it all falls Yeah, I've it. got some more so that's horrible gonna, That's going to be great. <laughs> that's going to be great. Uh, good times. We'll get to that in the later half of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Me just, and Matt there, eh? we were kind of, uh, we talk about it too, where uh, we've been talking a lot about, you know, where we're going with the podcast and yeah, kind of getting back into our old school groove. We should see where Jim is on... Uh, See if we can finagle him Wanting back in to here. Do things and where he's at or not, or if he's interested, or Lord only knows. He wants to start basement outlaws. I know with Hot Wheel cars. Yeah. So Kyle, you heard it here. You need to go buy a Hot Wheel car and bring a roll of loonies. Why does it smell yeah. like a sewer in here? I yeah. Is your sewer backed my, up? My, or no, something? my sewer's not backed <laughs> up. But my my bottom end had some. Uh, my God. Some base. That is <laughs> awful. <laughs> so Matt. Yo, um, <laughs> something that came to my attention. Don't mind me. I'm dying over here. While I was cruising the interwebs with all my time on my hands these days. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, in between my napping, which seems and to be sending like, me a million and one pictures. Oh, man. Just I cannot get enough sleep these days, man. Oh, just the story is unbelievable. But the rest is doing you good. Your skin looks great. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 
Uh, we're like a bunch of little kids here. Yeah. I'm going to say this, and you're going to be like, oh, my God. Ah, you're going to do one of those. Okay. I think I'm going to buy some Max Amp Shorty Packs. Sweet. They're on sale right now. Are they? Yeah, $74.99. Nice. That's a good deal. For the 4250s. Yep. That's what I'm running. I like them. Yeah, you got a set, eh? Yeah, I got two of them. I run them in my buggies. I I, I like them a lot. I haven't uh, I haven't had any issues with them, uh, but that's to be expected, right? Like we've well, they're a Max Amps pack, right? Well, that that and and between the two of us, you know, we've had a lot of different lipos in our time, and we just we haven't had a lot of problems other than when we do silly things with them. Yeah, I just feel so bad, like not going SMC, just because I've never, I've had. Okay, let's be clear. Yes, I have had problems with SMC packs. But let me let me clarify. When you overcharge them <laughs> and these might be self-imposed, self you're going to have problems <laughs> when you start messing around with them. Yeah. That is what I did. Yes, they did fail. Yes, they did puff. Uh, but I think any pack would do that. I have never asked Danny from SMC to replace those packs. I had one 4S where the cell went. Danny was unbelievably good about it. All he wanted was uh, pictures from a lipo checker showing the voltages. Sent me a new battery. No problems. Um, you know, so that's my SMC story. Great products. I just, I'm just curious about these Maxamps, man. Like, you know, as everybody knows, Tim Smith is a big influence in, uh, you know, the RC world. And we, we got a, I don't even know what the word is, not partnership, but... A relationship uh, between, you know, the, his podcast and ours, and Matt's obviously a co-host over there. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm just interested to, to play with them a little bit and and see, you know, uh, if there's any type of difference. Um, what, what's really interesting is, is I got that module for the readouts there Yeah. that we need to start playing with a little bit. And I would really like to pull some data from the SMC packs versus these Max Amps, and that's... That'd be perfect real-world information, you yeah, know? Yeah, And, uh, you know, the reality is, is I can go buy an SMC shorty for, I think, what, 36 bucks, Something like that, yeah. You know you, what you I mean? You almost so, get two for, for the price. You know, but these are on sale from regular 119 down to seventy four ninety nine. Oh, they should be cheaper than that. I think they're only ever 89 Really? No, it says list price one nineteen ninety nine. Right now, they're 74 Maybe they're ripping, maybe not ripping me off, but maybe, <laughs> maybe they're making it sound like it's a better deal than it really is. Tim? <laughs> uh, no, actually, Tim had, I, I reached out to Tim about it, and he said to uh, actually get a hold of their support team and whatnot and and just talk to them about uh, getting a couple of them and whatnot rather than doing through the website. Not sure. Uh, he said something about a first-time buyer and yada, yada, yada. So Yeah, yeah. We'll, well, see, well what, just, just, see what just, they'll do for me. And yeah. Again, I'm you know, I'm not afraid to uh, ask for a deal, but at the same time, you never expect it. So well, that's that's just it, you know. And, and I, I I was very graciously sponsored by Max Amps for my packs, and yeah. I'm not afraid to say that they were given to me by Max Amps, and I appreciate that more than uh, more than I can and say. And, and you know, people say whatever they want to say. Yeah, in large part, it's you know, thanks to Tim. Uh, you know, me co-hosting co with him is has helped me a lot with some stuff and and I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it I appreciate every little bit do I ever have I ever expected it from the goat no so it's it's one of those bonuses and I'm more than willing to let anybody run one of those shorties anytime they want as long as they got a shorty they can hand me to run in my stuff so I'm not afraid to hand them out I just don't want you charging it I will handle that <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, come on, dude. I've had I've had my set of sa- my three no, sets of saddles from from SMC for what three years yeah. now. Oh, I know. And I've ran them in a four-wheel drive short course truck, like yeah. which is one of the most demanding yeah. loads on a two S battery that you can. You no, can do. I mean me and you are the kind of guys we just we just balance charge. It was something we got in the habit of from the get go. Yeah, I always balance and charge. I never charge a battery unless it's a balance charge. Oh, it sounds like one of my cats are getting in trouble for my wife. That's not it's good. Just it is the way it is. So yeah, that was kind of just my uh, cool. only thing because I need to buy a shorty pack because you only have the one right now. No, well, did you sell it with that? Truck? No, no. You should still have that one SMC that I sold you. But it, I don't know. That thing doesn't fit. It's longer. Really? Because I tried jamming it into the twenty to uh, 3.0, and it's too wide. It doesn't fit width wise. Yeah, which it should. Yeah, it should because I think Joel's running the same ones. So I don't. I gotta look at it. Maybe I was just having a moment, but could have been the prescription. No, this was prior to all of that. <laughs> so. <laughs> But anyways, it just, it, I don't know. I might, I might not. I don't know. I just, we'll see. Like I said, I've been moving, selling RC stuff left, right, and center here to get that 22.4 in into a condition that I wanted in. I just, yeah, anyways. <laughs> Always the way it is, right? Oh, Always. it's just brutal, so. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to have a great show tonight, I think. Everybody's going to enjoy it for sure. I'm looking forward to talking to Frank. I'm a little stuffed up, so I'm sure that's going to drag me down a little <laughs> bit but we'll we'll manage to get through it that's for sure and uh take a break and yeah we'll take a break a and then we'll frank. come back with with uh mr frank root from tlr cow rc the radio controlled maintenance king since 2008 providing the rc community with the world's best pit mats park trays performance aerosols and much more through smart design superior performance and 100% made in the USA. Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow Cow RC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. Cow RC. Maintenance King. All right, we're back. The MBM podcast. We have Frank Root on with us from TLR. Of course, TLR coming up with lots of new stuff. The 3.0 buggy came out not too long ago. Mike bought one, and now they've got the uh, what is it? The eight eight e? four yeah eight e four point I'm not a TLR That's guy. It. I'm sorry. Wasn't yeah I know I wasn't even really following. That. Well, I I do follow it, and I didn't even realize it was coming. Um. I guess you guys kind of kept that pretty quiet, Frank. Is that uh, kind of true to say, or was I just I mean, really missing tr- it, missing out? <laughs> well, we do our best to try and, um, you know, kind of keep things under wraps till they're till they're out. Uh, but we actually accidentally had a an image leak on our site maybe two months ago of the car. Okay. So some people have kind of known about it, but it didn't really go everywhere. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. I think Live RC. Remember that picture that you might have seen. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. yeah, and I think it came down pretty quick too. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works. Yeah. So, what uh, elaborate a little bit on the, on that new uh, eight scale kit, Frank? Like, what are some of the differences from the three to the four, and and, and uh, you know what what some of the engineering advantages and whatnot are? Yeah, I think the biggest difference. Um, well, there's two main differences: the battery and speed controller location 
you're able to put the speed controller in the front or the back and the battery in the front or the back that kind of share the same uh, left side of the chassis. Mm-hmm. On the 3.0, the battery always went in the front and the speed controller always went in the back. Or no, it's the other way around. On the 3.0, the speed controller always went in the front and the battery always went in the back. And we found that for outdoor racing, the battery in the front and the speedo in the back is actually better. So it's kind of a custom. It wasn't hard, but, I mean, people were kind of switching them around. Well, now everything's set up so you can go back and forth. It's kind of indoor setup, outdoor setup. Uh, really easy as far as the battery position and, and the way that the weight is laid out. And then the second thing is um, you have the ability to twist the, the center diff mount with the motor attached. Um to, to a location that basically equals the drive shaft angle front and rear and what that does is it bleeds the power from the front to the back evenly where we've always had the uh, kind of the offset motor mounting in the eight vehicles where the rear drive shaft was straight and the front drive shaft had a pretty good amount of angle in it and it would bleed power to the rear which was really good uh, you know, when we first started running on these outdoor loose rough tracks, but now that we're on higher grip tracks where you really want all the tires driving equally, we found it a lot better with the, the power bleed even front to rear in most circumstances. So those two things, they don't seem like they're, you know, huge, but they really change the way the car drives. So it's actually quite a big improvement uh, in both instances. Hmm. That's kind of... You also have the rest of... Basically, the other updates that we've done to the 4.0 Nitro buggy were made to the the 4.0 electric buggy. Huh. Yeah, I'm just looking at some pictures of it here because again, I'm not. Uh, I don't know why I get like that. Like sometimes I just don't look at the other manufacturer stuff, and I really should, I guess, especially considering what we do. But I don't know. It's just maybe it's because Jim's had TLR stuff for so long, and now you're making the change over to TLR. I'm just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't yeah. Wanna, I don't want to see it. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt doesn't like it. It's not that I don't <laughs> like it. I shouldn't say that. I haven't had, I haven't had any real wheel time with a TLR. And uh I uh I, I am just I made the change, Frank. Uh, I messaged you actually there about going from a B5M to the 22 3.0. Mm-hmm. And uh I just you know, I mean, I guess you can argue is it a placebo? Is it a setup? Is it a you know, what's this? But I mean, I just noticed such a difference in, I think it's more how the car fit, or maybe how I fit the car is maybe the better word. You know, I guess it's just everybody has their own driving style. And I just found the smoothness, like the way that 22 3.0 comes over a jump is just so balanced with, it's effortless. Like it's just where I found with my associated, I was kind of fighting it a little bit, but that could always been a setup thing too, right? So it's... It's how do you do it, but you know, I pretty much went with a pretty close to the out of the box setup, and it just, oh, I just, it's unbelievable. Like I just, I put that thing into a corner, and my confidence went up instantly. You know, so it was just, I don't, I can't compliment that car enough, and I'm making the change over to a twenty-two-four uh, slowly here. Uh, it's becoming a challenge, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> but uh, there you go. You know, I, I'm sure you guys must be getting like mass amounts of feedback on that that 3.0 yeah it's been going really really good i mean we we put a lot of effort into the 3.0 project um as we do every project but probably even more so and um i just really feel like we hit the nail on the head a bit with the geometry on the car the the weight distribution 
the kit setup is actually you know, really close to what we're still running with a few uh, small changes. And uh, it just seems to be just really, really good, solid car. It drives easy. It has rear grip, but it still turns. And it's just fitting a lot of people's driving styles, which is, you know, what what you kind of hope for. I mean, everybody drives a little bit different. Um, but it really, you know, like you said, it helps to get you started when the kit setup's really in the, you know, within frame. It's in the ballpark. Yeah, like, you know, and like I said, I mean, I have nothing against any manufacturer. I try to be very neutral, and it's just, you know, from my own experience and like I said it's just it's unbelievable to anybody that's listening I mean if you gotta try a 3.0 out like if there's somebody at the track that has one that's willing to you know let you wheel it around the track like it, it it's literally like test driving a a new car you know it's just like it, it just I can't say enough good things about it and uh I, I'm really happy and, and kudos to you guys on the job you did for sure thanks yeah I really appreciate that I mean that's what we're that's what we're going for, right? Get people to to give our our cars another shot, or you know, to upgrade from the 2.0 to 3.0, and really, um, you know, either way, really be glad in the purchase that they made and confident that they've improved, whether mm-hmm. they came from the 2.0 or from a different manufacturer. For sure. A question from uh, one of our guys on Facebook we uh, got was um, his name is Jeremy Dre, I believe. His question is: Do you ever? Uh, do you ever see tent scale nitro making a comeback or has it gone the way of the doo-doo bird due to the easy power of <laughs> today's <Dodo>. electric <laughs> systems? Oh, dodo bird. Sorry. <laughs> uh, t- today's electric <laughs> systems in high bite tracks, making it relatively easy to put uh, all that mod power to the ground. I don't see it coming back personally. I mean, I kind of think, well, first of all, most tent scale tracks are indoor now. So as soon as you start talking indoor nitro, you have a whole other set of challenges. That's right. Um, but it seems like uh, back when uh, 10-scale gas truck was popular, 8-scale uh, nitro buggy didn't really exist or, or wasn't very popular. I mean, it existed, but not that many people ran it. The cars were just too big and they weren't reliable. Truggy didn't exist. Monster truck didn't exist. So it was the main class, and then 8-scale buggy would kind of be like the second class. And then 8-scale buggies got good, the engines got better, the cars got more durable and reliable. Well, the tracks started, started being built for the 8-scale buggies and not the 10-scale trucks. And then truggies came around, and then truggy was the second class instead of gas trucks. So you have, you know, the, the gas tracks, the outdoor tracks, they're designed for 1-8-scale sized vehicles with jumps that are designed for, you know, 1-8 four-wheel drive vehicles with .21 engines. And it's just, basically, it wasn't really fun to drive gas truck on those tracks anymore, and that's why the class really went away. Um, and the dynamic of how the tracks are built for 8-scale, 10-scale tracks being really focused, uh, as far as most of me indoor, kind of those factors are really going to, I think, put a block on 10-scale gas truck come back anytime soon. Right, right. So I don't want to say never, but I'd... We don't have one in development. I guess the best way I could kind of put where I think the class is probably yeah. in the so, next couple of years. Yeah, so you guys don't see it as a, as a viable way of going forward anyways. No, no, not on our radar. That, that <laughs> might be just a little hint, hint, nudge, nudge, because he just flat out said, no, we're not working on that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, just so you guys realize, listen to the way he speaks. <laughs> Read between the lines, eh? 
Another question that I know the probably the answer to this one is uh, it was from Mark. Uh, I don't even know how to say his last name. Uh, his question was, "When is the SCTE 3.0 coming?" Uh, we're always testing and developing new products. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean we're always working on all of the cars. Um, you know, we kind of take turns releasing them. The SCTE 2.0 has been out for a little while. Uh, but until something is uh, official and public and announced on our website with all the marketing information and video and everything, it's definitely nothing that we can uh, we can discuss. Yeah. So I yeah. knew th- I knew that was the answer. I just wanted you to say it. It, it was funny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we shared we shared this post in a couple of groups. And, of course, there was that guy asking about the SCTE 3.0, and then we had somebody asking about a 22 SCT 3.0, and then mm-hmm. uh, a friend of ours kind of commented on that, why don't we actually ask questions we know he will answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I mean, you can kind of look back at the history of our release cycle and maybe kind of guess a little bit what we may or may not be working on, but you'll never hear us directly address it. Um so, I mean, the one thing I would say is we still sell the SCTE 2.0. I think it's still the best truck on the market, especially with some of the tuning option parts we've come out with the last uh, six months or so, like the Dogbone Center Driveline and the 22 shock conversion, which for me was a, a really big improvement. Um, and you kind of put those parts on in the 15-degree caster blocks, and I feel like you have a truck that can go out there and compete with any of the other trucks in the category. Technically, that which, is your 3.0. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to call it that. But yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, the two you put those parts on the car, and we ran at Surf City, Jake there, myself, and Ryan Dunford. You know, we ran one, two, three, and weren't really seriously challenged all weekend, so... Yeah, for I mean, sure. There was there were some techno drivers in the house, too, which is probably our main competition now in that category. And, you know, and our truck in the hands of equal or good drivers, I mean, it's still more than capable. Are you um, are you guys participating in the uh, Dirt Nitro Challenge? Yes. Coming up? Yes. Um, I won't be there myself. I mean, I pretty much work on mostly the electric program okay. and kind of focus my track time there as well to kind of kill two birds with one stone. Right, right. But, you know, um, you know Mayfield Fend uh, will be there, Cole Ogden, uh, Renault Savoya uh, will be there. Awesome, awesome. Our newest team driver we just added. And, you know, I'm sure we'll have local drivers, Charles Hicks, Chris Wheeler. Um, I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'm assuming Atondo, Philip Atondo will be there. We'll have a ton of guys there. So. Yeah, always all the big dogs, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's one that it's just, that's like the biggest race of the year for Nitro that's not the Nationals. So pretty much everybody yeah. ends up coming out for But it. it's crazy because this year they're actually uh, limiting on entries to like you can only run your car in one class. You can't run it across multiples. I was reading on their site, yeah. and you know they just did the entry level numbers is just through the roof. Yeah, and some of these changes are are kind of well, like long overdue. Right. Um, you know they've kind of always just taken every entry that they could get for the race, and it's finally gotten to the point where they just can't manage it. Yeah. I mean they just. It's like, okay, well, we'll just go a little later and we'll strap up our boots a little bit. And they just, they finally got to the point last year where it, it got kind of to the point where some people probably weren't going to return to the event because of it. Um, so I think 
you know, kind of putting the cap on it and, and controlling how many times guys can run and, and whatnot will actually make the event more enjoyable for those that attend. And I think you'll still see that nearly the same amount of guys attend because some guys would sign up like, you know, kind of a sportsman driver. They could sign up for expert and pro classes. And so like one driver could run 40 plus sportsman, expert, and pro. They were four classes with a one nitro buggy, mm-hmm. for example, where, you know, that's kind of, you know. Yeah, well, and if you're, and if you're able to, yeah, and if you're able to run an expert for the, for the lower classes, you know, it's kind of an unfair advantage, right? You got guys that just aren't at that caliber, and you know, you got this mm-hmm. guy out there putting you 18 laps down in the first 20 laps, and well, some people have to feel good about themselves, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't go there. And I'm assuming, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming uh, you uh, were at the Reedy race as well. I was. And, How did uh, you fare? Um, well, the team. First of all, the team won the, the invite class, so. Yes, you know, my see. my result is most <laughs> closely linked to the team's best result uh, these days. I put more pride in what I do work-wise with the cars and the chassis and everything and the team than really my personal results. So Dakota Fenn won um, the invite class, which is two-wheel drive buggy and four-wheel drive buggy combined. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayfield got second, so we went one-two. And then Dustin Evans was actually leading the event after the two-wheel drive portion concluded. Uh, had some rough luck in four wheel, uh, still finished in the top ten. But so we basically we had you know Dustin, Dakota, and Ryan all in the mix, um, leading the event at one point or another. And uh, it was Dakota that took the overall win. Yeah. So we were running one, two, three, one, two, and tied for third at the end of two wheel. So that kind of just goes to show how the twenty two three point was running. Um, so super proud of the car and the guys and all the work that they've put in. Um, Dakota, Dustin, Ryan have been putting in even more time than usual this last month, really getting up to speed with the cars. Um, and we had a, a couple of new guys at the race, Tanner Denny and Wesley Van Helman, who are um, uh, Tanner's new to the team. I thought he ran actually really well considering this was his first race with the new cars. Uh, Wesley doesn't natively run on dirt he usually runs on carpet or astro so he actually ran pretty good at the race really impressed me especially in four wheel he had some great runs and, and showed good speed i think a little bit of experience from this year and next year he'll uh improve as a result and then uh we also have our local hot gun kevin motter who won the open tool drive class last year ran invite this year uh, and he actually won one of his mains which is really uh really impressive uh for his first year i think he got 17th so that's really solid for your first year in invite um, so overall, you know, really great showing by those guys. Uh, myself, I ran open. I uh, wasn't an invite this year, and I qualified fourth in four-wheel drive and got uh, ninth after some bad luck in the second main, and then because um, it's double mains. And then two-wheel drive, I, I qualified ninth, which was BQ. I wasn't able to bump, so I finished something like, I don't know, 15th overall. So still pretty good. good. I mean, still I was happy, good numbers happy to make a main. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really get to run nearly as much anymore. So, you know, I had, I think, uh, two days, three three days at the track at, at OCRC over the past three months mm-hmm. um, getting ready for the race. So to be able to show up and make the main against all these fast gen kids that are coming up, I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've said I've wanted to go to that race and, like, manage to get myself into the open class. Mm-hmm. And then I look at it, 
<laughs> I go, okay, if I get myself in there, I'm going to be okay with being last. But it'll be like, you see me right there? That's my name right there. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just the best race. I mean, there's just no other way to slice it. Like, it's the race is so good. Um, and, you know, the, 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 with the lottery, it's not an easy race to get into. And what I tell people is if you race electric at all, you just have to sign up every year. And if you get in, you just have to stop what you're doing and go to the race. <laughs> Dear work. I mean, that's, I am missing the next two weeks. Peace. <laughs> well, I mean, you pretty much, I mean, the lottery results come out like the first of November. Yeah. So, I mean, you have the, the, um, the waiting list is even in order. So, you know, if you got in, you know where you're at on the waiting list, you have a pretty good idea whether you're going to be able to make it or not. So I just, I tell people like, if you know, Regardless of what else is going on, just sign up. If you sign up, if you get in, then I would do what you can to make it happen. If not, you know, you have to have to go from there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So but yeah, it's definitely the best event. I, I, I want to ask you a question, and uh, again, we can just leave this up to how you want to answer it. Uh, mm-hmm. it it's in regards to Ryan Mayfield. Um, okay. There's, it's just something we see from the outside. There seems to be a lot of people kind of going, you know, Matt can maybe elaborate a little bit on this too. I want to have him on. Yeah, like a lot of people seem to have a problem with the guy. You know why I want to have him on though? <laughs> because I have that same problem. I don't know uh, what um, it is. You know, people just go after him saying he's a hacker. There was a lot of comments from the Reedy race that even some of like just our local guys were going off the hook saying, Yeah, you know, but okay, he, did any of those guys watch what Rivkin was doing to people out there? Well, like, and, come on. And, and that's exactly it. So I guess what my question is is, and you don't have to elaborate on it, and, and I totally can understand why you wouldn't want to. Is is like, do you do you guys see that like from the team point of view that he kind of has this giant target on his back that everybody goes after? I mean, I, maybe it's different here because he's kind of from the uh, uh, southwest United States. You know, he's from Arizona, which is a few hours away. But mm-hmm. I mean, he seems to be one of the main drivers that people tend to cheer for, to root for, to kind of be behind. Um, you know, I've I've known Ryan a long time. I actually started racing in Arizona. I've known Ryan longer than I've known most of the, the guys in the industry. And I've always been a fan of his, you know, regardless of what cars he was running or I was running at the time. And, um, you know, to have him on our team is something that, you know, I never could have, you know, hoped for once I started working here and we got him on the team. And there's nothing, you know, there's nobody else I'd rather have, um, you know, on the team to – to basically go into battle with. I mean, the guy's a fighter. He never gives up. He never quits. Um, and he puts forth, you know, an effort and does it with ferocity the way that I, I don't know if anybody else in RC does it. Um, I mean, he, he he's had some public um, challenges in the past that I think are, are kind of unfair uh, in a way because it's kind of one of those things. It's like I've seen a lot of things from a lot of drivers at the track that would make you cringe if I repeated them all out loud. <laughs> um, and Ryan's are no more egregious than many of the other top drivers that he competes against. His have just been public. It's kind of a, you know, wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing. eh? he's gotten caught basically. Yeah, I've, but, I've but... seen, I've seen guys that have won driver of the year from, RC car action or whatever, most favorite driver. I've seen them do stuff that would, uh, you know, that they wouldn't want to tell their mother about because they'd be embarrassed. <laughs> um, 
so it's just one of those things. It's when when you're when you when you bring a level of of you know kind of passion and determination and fight into your basically your livelihood. That's a competitive arena and environment. Um, sometimes you know things you know your emotions are going to get the best of you. Um, not saying it's ever uh, you know something that we would uh, look for. Yeah, you don't encourage for, it. That's for sure. Yeah, it's just it's it's part of it. I mean, it'd be like, you know, okay, go to a professional football game and no dra- no nobody who's playing of the fifty three men on each team can ever say the f word. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Like it's just that's it's a competitive environment, and this this is kind of you know this is their competitive environment. This is what these guys. This is how they make their living. You know, this is how they um, pay their rent. This is how they're going to put their kids through school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, to get to the level that they're at, they already have to be hyper-competitive. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's a, you know, it's a challenge. I think Ryan's just had a couple of his uh, instances go public the way that maybe some others haven't. Um, I definitely, by far, don't think that he's the uh, the most egregious offender out there. There, there's definitely a couple of drivers I think that are worse, but they haven't been kind of caught, right? Yeah, I guess publicly. So no, no, it's, it, uh, it's good to hear that you guys obviously stand behind them 100, percent and you know there's obviously no regret in, in anything that's happened. Well, and, you got to remember, Mayfield well, doesn't have this I mean, persona from yeah. before, like from just with TLR. Like he he's been that guy, and, and to me, oh yeah, no, no, but. I know where I kind of understand it. Like when you have a passion for something like RC racing and you're doing it at the level he's doing it at, because never mind at the level we do it at, which is just club racing, if you want to call it that. You know, I know how emotional I can get over it because of how strongly I feel. Exactly. Right. And obviously, when you're doing it again at his caliber and his level, it's really easy to lose yourself in it real quick. And I think that happens to anybody. Look at NASCAR, look at at any professional sport. Not even yeah. unprofessional. Look, 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 look yeah. at hockey moms. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> and there have been some things that have happened, you know, in his past, whether it was with us or, or with his previous sponsors that, you know, he might have little regret over or the manufacturer might have not uh, have preferred or endorsed or, or kind of been a regrettable situation. But, um, you know, I don't think it's any reason to, to black hole the guy or vilify him. I mean, Anybody that really knows him, that's around him, knows that he's one of the better team drivers as far as being approachable and making people feel special, answering questions. Um, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, maybe a little sharper edged as far as his, you know, his um, persona or his attitude, you know, just kind of, you know, he's, you know, that guy. But, you know, he's actually better with his racers in his local area than most team drivers that I see. So it's just kind of, you know, people make assumptions. People that don't know him hear a bad thing and make an assumption, and it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. Like I said, I'd like to have him on. Yeah, if that's something to... you could help us with, Frank, that'd be awesome. We'd love to talk to him and, you yeah. know, ask him kind of the same questions if he's willing to talk about it. And, you know, again, yeah, more... I can try. <laughs> um, I mean, his, the, the problem with him is his schedule. I mean, I think he raced 42 weekends last year. Oh, wow. So his schedule is just insane. Yeah. Oh, no, but so just, you know, whatever you can do to help the, us out. And 
Yeah, probably the busiest schedule in RC. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, any of your guys, uh, you know, to talk to. I mean, there's oh, always yeah. questions to ask, and you know, we like getting to know everybody's story and where they came from and what they do. You know. It's, Oh yeah, for sure. I gotta, I gotta ask him this question. Jeremy had a second question that oh, Mike left out. Yeah, it was a second like follow up to it. Also, can you explain to Matt why TLR is better than <laughs> AE? <laughs> yeah, I left that one out. <laughs> yeah, you know, better is not the right word. I mean, we're different. Um, they they have a they have a probably a larger team than us right now. Um, and their, I think their their goal is, the, you know, they're kind of the the lower price vehicle. They're kind of, you know, their goal is to be the main competitor that has a vehicle that's kind of, you know, priced a little bit lower. Our goal is to provide the most value for a price. Um, and feel like our car, uh, especially the 3.0, requires less. Um, by the time you get all the parts to like really make it a competitive kind of pro level car it's actually a lower price and we feel our parts do a really good job of lasting and um the quality of the shocks the metals the the molded parts yeah we just feel like the quality of the car is really really strong especially at the price um that we sell it at so i think overall i think if you were to kind of build a kit from every manufacturer um you would really feel like you got the most, the most bang for your buck out of the TLR kit that you built. I guess that's the kind of the the, the best way I would put it. Okay. So so talking about parts, we had another uh, guy, Jason, ask: Will everyone with the Gen One rear camber block on the twenty two three point will receive the uh, the the new running change part, or is there a process that they can go through to receive a new part for free or reduced cost? Um, not that I know of. I mean, I, I don't work in product support, so it's not really my call to decide, you know, who or how we send parts out. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we had a part on the car uh, that we didn't break for months and months in testing. Uh, we came out, and some, some people were breaking them. They're not breaking. It's not the most uh, frequently broken part on the car. It's not breaking unwarranted. It's really like if you crash hard enough to break something in the rear end, that might be the part that breaks type of deal. Right. And it's not that the part was defective. We just found a way um, and made the decision to make the part better. So we improved it. Um, so I would say that, you know, you're, you're able to buy a better part in the long run. I, I think if you break one, I would just be happy, you know, buying being able to buy a better part for the same price and being able to replace it um you know if if every time we came out with something that was a little bit improved over the last one then we'd be giving out a 2.0 for everybody that bought a 1.0 and a 3.0 for everybody that bought a 2.0 so if it's defective like if we ship the cars and every car the first time it crashed blew that part off then that's a different story but that's not not what happened in this instance. Right, right. Well, and it yeah. only makes sense because, you know, I asked the same question to Tim Tunnerman from uh, Associated with the whole, I got a first run 443 and, you know, shortly thereafter they switched it to having the chassis with drilled for both options to mount the servo. And like you said, there, 
and like you just said, the part's really not defective. If you have a hard crash, it's probably going to break, but that's just kind of comes with the territory of racing. Yeah. Right? Well, if you have a hard crash that is worthy of breaking something, it might break that part. Yeah. When we look at it, we would prefer that if you're going to crash that hard and you're going to break something, that you probably break something different. So that's why we went ahead and beefed that part up, changed it. I mean, we have had, like, we had um, some drive shafts in the first 22 T2.0 shipment that were um, that were a little uh, little bit bent from the heat treat, and we had 200, you know, pair of drive shafts sitting in product support waiting for people to call so we could just send them out. We had a, a little bit of an issue with the ball cups popping off the first 22 SCT when it shipped. We had hundreds and hundreds of packs of those sitting in product support, and we're sending them out to anybody that called. So if there's something defective, we're going to take care of everybody. I don't, I wouldn't view this as a this is a defective thing. We just we've made an improvement. The improved parts available. The last batch of kits that we got in all had the improved part, um, and that's kind of where we're at. Sweet, somebody had commented one. on. Yeah, somebody commented on why we don't update the part number when we come out with some, a part like this that's improved. The reason is all of our web content, our manual, um, printed and online, uh, exploded views, hobby shop reorder uh, processes, hobby shop uh, part setups, everything is based on one part number. So to really go and set up a whole new part number and then have to go back and retouch all of those things and fix them to be accurate, uh, I mean, really, it needs to be absolutely required. When it's an update to a part, in which case we had pretty much run out of the, the old version, it's really, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense to set up a new part now. Oh, that, that makes sense. I'm not going to lie. Looking, like, I, I've looked at Mike's. I've looked at uh, Joel has one as well. I, like, I've looked at a few of these 3.0s, and, and they're very nice. And uh, I do like, actually, on the waterfall, how you guys have a bit more room between the, the motor uh, and the waterfall itself, which kind of opens itself up to a couple of different wiring options, if if you want to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, overall, I, like I said, I've, I've seen the car a few times. I haven't driven one yet, other than I think a couple of slow <laughs> laps because I didn't want to break it. You will. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not. It's not that I'm opposed to switching the brands that I run at all. It's just, and Mike can attest for this. I'm very, very, very fickle about things, and and I would really hate to make this change. Well, and, you get, and not feel comfortable with the car and have to kind of go back you, through that process. You jump in, and, and I'm guilty of it, right? You know, and I had, well, had, you know, a million and one things associated. I have, you know, enough parts on my parts bin to pretty much rebuild a B5. <laughs> you know, so you start over, right? You're like, well, I don't want to be at the track and not have arms and not have this, not have that. So you invest in, you know, a million and one parts. So that way there you can, you know, because we're, unfortunately, where we are, Everything has to get ordered. There's not just parts usually sitting around, right? So you kind of got this mm-hmm. this investment in this brand, you know, loyalty too as well, right? And and you do. You become familiar with what you drive and, and get comfortable. So sometimes to make that change, I mean, it's understandable. I'm sure you guys as a team see that, right? You get, you know, you pick somebody up from, from Associated and they come over to the TLR side and it's like, well, holy cow, you're relearning these vehicles, right? So, you know, it takes time to pick it up, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's a lot, but I think, you know, it kind of depends. Like, some people are, you know, really kind of loyal to one brand or the other, or, or they're comfortable in their experience, or they're, they're not, they don't run every week, you know, they run it 
twice a month or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and they kind of just stick with what they know. And, you know, if that company comes out with a new car, maybe they'll get it, maybe they won't. And then you have, um, you know, there's a group of people in RC where they run two, three times a week. They got to have whatever's new, fresh, hot, and they're just going to run whatever car was the last one released um, until they get bored with it, and they'll move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a different, couple different consumer bases. And we try to really focus on the tell our consumers that we already have and making sure that they continue to feel like our cars are growing and that they're uh, happy with them and comfortable with them. And, and a lot of the parts kind of carry over. Obviously we have a bunch of new parts on the 3.0, which we couldn't really get around. But, um, and then we, we try to make the cars drive well enough and for the parts to make sense and the cost of the kit to make sense and to be a good value that, um, the guys that kind of jump from car to car that there's no reason, there's no good reason why they don't want to jump to our car because we have a car that drives great, that's supported by the team, that's supported online, uh, that has a really great value behind uh, the kit price itself and everything that you get and how the car drives out of the box. So and we try and cater to both um, equally. Mm-hmm. But we definitely want to uh, you know, make sure we maintain our TLR consumer base. Sweet. What else do you got for him, Mike? Me? Yeah. Mm. The, the new TLR guy. I don't know. I really don't have anything because it's just it's so good. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they're, they're quick. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, I just don't I, know you know what it is? Just, I think now it is is that I just got to beat him with my B5M. So I, you know, <laughs> just, I don't know. If you haven't driven one, man, like I said, get to the track and beg the guy that you know the best to do some hot laps because it might convert you. It really might. Yeah, and that's you got the spare thing, arms you know, for yours. Yep. You're Sorry, our team Frank. drivers are <laughs> our team drivers are pretty good at uh, letting people you know either drive their cars or filling them in on the info and you know if you have a TLR driver at your track, definitely hit them up. You know they're 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 on the team for a reason, and that's to support people that race in their area and show them what the car is capable of, and that's that can be uh, with. Yeah. You know, anybody behind the transmitter didn't have to be that particular team. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dakota is actually pretty close to us. We just never really get to go. Yeah, we haven't went down that way yet to Clubhouse. Yeah, to Clubhouse or anything, his local track. And other than that, there's really no one around us that's, there's really no sponsored drivers up here. Uh, There probably are. There's small, like (laughs) not not (laughs) team drivers like we're talking. Not us, that's (laughs) <laughs> no, def- definitely not us. We'll make that clear. Yeah. Don't want to mention any names. There was a big argument on Facebook yeah. about us. I can't us. believe a team driver saying stuff like that. It's like we're not. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even about TLR. It was about batteries. It yeah. was just unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah, it just, you know, so, yeah, we're kind of at an unfair advantage where we are. We're kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere where we only really get to race. Like, we could race every weekend, but it would involve, like, you know, six hours of driving, you know, and it's like, well, where do you fit six hours of, in six hours one way? Yeah. You know, so you're going to drive for 12 hours to race for what, six, you know, like that's an entire day. And of course we're Canadian and with the dollar at a dollar 40 per dollar American, it gets yeah. mighty expensive really quick. Well, I could imagine, you know, so it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's so frustrating because we would love to be driving our cars more. Two years ago, bro, we were spending Amer- Canadian money. And I know. It was the other way around. I, I was looking at my bank account for something yeah. today, and I'm going, oh, wow, were we ever spending <laughs> a lot of money? <laughs> yeah, on RC stuff. But, 
yeah, you know, like I said, it, I think that'd be something pretty cool to one day be flying around with some team drivers and watching them put us down pathetically. I think I'd be proud. I'd be I'm like, okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, I... <laughs> yeah, you put me down 20 laps. Yeah. <laughs> be all excited about it. I stayed ahead of him. He didn't get me on 21. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of racers we are, Frank. <laughs> hey, as long as you're, you know, having fun and enjoying the hobby, that's, you know, doesn't matter how fast you are. No, exactly. I actually find race days are more of a, a social thing sometimes. You know, you, you meet yeah. up with the guys you, you, you see every couple weeks or whatever and you catch up and you know you're talking about everything and anything and racing just becomes the the secondary thing absolutely but i don't know you got any more questions no I was you got anything you want to tell us frank i was signing to kyle <laughs> i mean uh you know just thanks to everybody who supports tlr and and enjoys the cars that we've been coming out with um we've been working hard uh, to make the best cars we can and, and bring them out the best value possible. Um, and, you know, just kind of make the cars as, as good for as many people as we can. Um, you know, I just want to thank uh, Team OC Racing, Tillar, uh, Horizon Hobby, Spectrum, uh, all of the brands that, that I work with and on, and then, uh, you know, Team Orion, J Concepts, uh, Stick at One Graphics, Bradley's Fine Line Designs, uh, OCRC Raceway, Sticky Kicks, um, LiveRC.com, uh, all the people that support support me, allow me to race, and then obviously my wife, who does an amazing job watching two under four year olds at home when I when I'm off for the weekend racing, uh, which isn't easy. So, but yeah, I just I really enjoy the hobby. I've been able to do it a long time. I hope people continue to to enjoy it and grow. Um, you know, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm pretty easy to find. All my accounts are under Frank Root in some uh, order or another. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll keep keep posting on my racing and I'm available for questions or whatever. So Yeah, that's one thing for sure. You've been very uh, accessible to, uh, to, to reach, uh, you know, through Facebook and stuff, and that's awesome. It's nice to see that. Yeah, and whenever, you know, whenever people have questions, you know, I encourage them to, um, you know, to reach out to the RC communities, whether it's, you know, the 22 Empire group on Facebook or uh, threads on RC Tech or the LowC.com forums. Um, I mean, that's kind of the, those are the best places to answer, to ask questions because you can get answers from uh, a lot of people, whether it be, you know, team drivers, pro drivers, uh, just regular consumers that are going through the same thing that you're going through. Um, you kind of get a, a collection of answers, and then you can kind of choose, you know, filter through the information and make the selection you want. Oh, for sure. If you have something uh, ultra-specific that you don't feel like anybody can help you out with and and uh, you really want to reach out to me, I mean, definitely send me a message, and I'll do what I can to help. I love seeing that. I, I love seeing when somebody will post something like, like 22 Empire, and they ask, like, one of these really outlandish questions or, or say something that's really, really off-base, and Frank will just come in there and be like, Blah, 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 like gives them the actual answer and then just kind of comes and goes from it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's a, like half the questions in there. You know, I don't see everything in there. And somebody will ask a question. And it'll go like 12, 15 comments down. And then somebody will come in there and they'll have be reading the answers and they'll be inconsistent or 
<laughs> inaccurate or they won't make sense or whatever. And they'll just put my name in there and tag me in it. And it's like, all right, let me go in there and make sure the info is good. Okay, here's the real answer. Yeah. Um, we kind of had one of those, I think last week, somebody was challenging uh, so that they put our car on a setup station and three degrees of tow was really four degrees and the whole internet was melting down and we're all at the reedy race when this is happening. I didn't even know about it. <laughs> and I, I finally go on there and I see it and I pull my car apart and I measure the hinge pins, which is the most accurate way to check such a thing. And we're at like 3.1 degrees. So I mean, we're, you know, within the tolerance of plastics and metals. And so it's like, Hey, everybody calm down. <laughs> Everything's okay, I promise. Three degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's good. <laughs> I can just yeah. imagine. Oh, I love those threads. You see them all the time, you know, whether, like you said, Facebook. And you just get this one guy that goes out on a tangent with the most bat crap crazy ideas. And you're just like, man, because somebody needs to tame this guy and, you know, sort this situation Who's out ASAP. Who's good friends with this guy? Somebody grab his neck, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, it, 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 I love it. And I love when I see someone of... of uh, uh, what's the word, you know, from the industry like yourself come out and just say, no, 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 this is how it is and this is what was meant and, you know, and yeah. everybody starts putting their tails between their legs and it's just, it, it's funny, you know, in modern day, like you said, internet meltdowns and the world's coming to an end. Yeah, somebody, one of the guys at the track was jokingly called me the thread killer because sometimes I'll just come in with the definitive and correct answer and then you won't see any posts for a couple of days, you know, kind of like... That's like, awesome. What else? When they when the guy that you know is is you know part of the team that brings the car out to market you know comes in and gives a definitive answer, there's not a lot more conversation to go on about it sometimes. Yeah. So but people will try. That's the best part of it all. They they yeah, still I mean, try. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I mean, yeah. it's not, none of it's fact. We don't. You know, I'm an administrator on the 22 Empire yeah. page, and I don't delete something. I'm, unless it's offensive, whether I like the content or not, you know, it has to be, you know, it has to be offensive or just flat out wrong and confusing, you know, <laughs> like it takes a lot for me to, to delete something off well, there. Sometimes um, it's fun to just leave the evidence of stupidity there, right? Yeah. <laughs> the funny, uh, one, my, one of my favorite posts is somebody was posting something about Mayfield and Dakota and they spelled Mayfield, M-A-Y-F-E-I-E-L-D uh, <laughs> and they spent Dakota, D-A-K- O-T-A, and both of those are spelt wrong. So I just replied to his comment, Mayfield, dot, 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 Dakota, dot, 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 smiley face. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? If you, can't take, if you can't take it in humor, I mean, you know, let, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, no. it's funny because, like, those names are, you know, they're so synonymous in RC, but they're spelt wrong yeah. 50% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Every we're, once in a while, I just got to go in there and do a little correction yeah. just for fun. Uh, and we're, I mean, me and Matt, we're, we're so sarcastic, and it's a lot of people mistaken even between us because of the way we are to each other. You know, if you if you don't know us. Oh, yeah, I've gotten that oh, for yeah, you. Are you and Mike okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you're like, oh, yeah, no, we're good. And they're like, you guys were like yelling at each other. We're like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's normal, man. Were we throwing anything? No. <laughs> yeah. Were we punching each other? No, nope. then we're good. Yeah. Yeah. If there's blood, <laughs> worry. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not necessarily. I've cut myself a few times. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like we're we're, we're something else. We try. Okay. We try. So yeah. Well, Frank, I want to thank you for coming on. I guess, and uh, you know, we we do this uh, 
pretty much for the same reasons like you were saying, you know. Yeah, I got to apologize. I'm like all congested and yeah, coughing. Yeah, having and, a hard time oh, here, you know. Oh, Lord. But we do this just because we want to, you know. I mean, we really don't get anything out of it other than, a, you know, a great conversation. And we uh, we like to think that we help the industry, you know, even if it's just a couple listeners at a time. You One know? day we'll show up at a race and we'll have our MBM shirts on and people yeah. will be like, oh, not these guys. Yeah, not those Canadian guys, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, you know, we try to, like I said, I mean, we're, we're obviously loyal to the, not loyal, but, you know, we race the brands we race and we talk about them, but by no means do we say one's worse than the other, you know, and, and, and yeah. whatnot. And like I said, we just try to support it. And, you know, if there's any uh, product announcements or anything you ever want to talk to us about, we would be more than happy to hear about them, you know, and coincide even with releasing a podcast the same day that you guys announce it or anything like that, if, if that's something you're at all interested in. Yeah, right. Okay. We'd have to sign like a non-disclosure yeah. or something. Okay, fine. We'll do it the day of. Hey, listen, I have some... Ver- <laughs> I, uh, not even going to go there. I know some things. I love knowing things. I know some things, too. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sure. I know things, too. I know too. several things. Yeah. I'm sure you do. I, I could say things or post things that would melt down the internet, but... <laughs> I I enjoy my employment, so I don't. <laughs> is it like I I I mean I know we were trying to say bye there. Like, is that just like the like a TLR stigma is to keep things like NASA secret? Like, is it kind of like a is it fun? Like, you know what I mean? Is that kind of how you guys look at it? Or no, it's not fun. I mean, I I want to be able, you know, when people ask, I want to be able to sit there and tell them everything uh, that I'm working on, but. It, you know, and that's my favorite day of every project. Isn't the day that it ships; it's the day that it announces because I can finally tell people about it. Right. Um, and I don't have to keep it secret anymore. Um, but just like any other business, I mean, because ultimately, at the end of the day, every company, just about every, every large company, vehicle manufacturer in the RC industry, is doing this to make money. They're not doing it yeah. just for love of the hobby or whatever. Um, you know, we're doing it to make money, and we need to protect the products that we have currently available for sale. Uh, we need to, to protect the hobby shops who have current product stocked on their shelves uh, and parts. And, you know, that's just part of the part of the, the business, part of the industry. I mean, you know, you're not going to be able to, and I, I use this analogy all the time, you're not going to be able to walk up to an Apple engineer and ask them about all the details of an Apple 9 iPhone, you know. Yep. You just... That's that's not how this works. And for some reason, a lot of people in RC just think of it. Oh, it's RC. You know, there's no secrets. It's business. Just like iPhones or computers or mm-hmm. new cars or whatever. It's it's the same deal. So, you guys just do a really yeah. good job. Like compared to, I think some of the, like the other manufacturers. Like like I said, like you guys are like NASA, CIA, locked down, man. Like you got like computer spies out there deleting stuff if it gets posted. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, we do what we can. We do what we we can within our within reason and within con, you know what we can control. There's a lot that we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can control who the parts do and don't get to. And you know, if team drivers are are known to be people that aren't good about keeping secrets or aren't good about <laughs> keeping car, parts private, they don't mm-hmm. get parts again. Um, you know, or vice versa. If you know, if we know that they're really good about keeping things private, then they get more parts to test and. That's just kind of how it goes. Um, that makes sense, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's part of part of the industry. I mean, there's 
you know, I'm at the track and I, you know, I'm obviously engaged with team drivers on both our team and others, you know, so I know a lot of stuff that a lot of companies run, uh, public, you know, in public that is not public knowledge. Um, that, you know, it's just that secret, you know, so it's, it's not just us, but it's just part of, you know, part of business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you want the cars to be better and you want the new car to come out, we got to test some stuff from time to time. And, um, you know, don't be offended if we can't tell you about it. It's just, it's the job and it's, you know, what we got to do to be as successful yep. as possible. Yeah. Randy was saying something that the to that effect the last time we talked to him, you know, it used to be that the towel was sacred. Don't touch the towel. And nowadays it's like, if you got to go to the bathroom, you better bring your bodyguard because guaranteed they're going to go over there and start yeah, uh, looking at he, your stuff. Yeah. 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 It happens sometimes, but the guys who are the push on that stuff, they're generally the guys that, don't need to know about that sort of thing or wouldn't know what to do with the information if they had it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at you this know, cool picture are, I took six months ago. Yeah, that part's been out for yeah. like four. <laughs> yeah, the guys that are like really in the know, they, you know, especially guys in the industry, we really associate that the track testing something. I mean, we both go to OCRC from time to time. If they're there testing something, I don't snoop. I don't, you know, I, I respect them and what they're trying to do. I understand the job that they're trying to do. And well, you wouldn't likewise, want them doing the back, right? There, that's the thing. Is if I'm there testing, they don't snoop on me. We yeah. just, you know, it's just how it is. Yeah. We're testing stuff. Yeah. That's it. Respect. That's the, you know. Mm-hmm. Something, yeah, something. We're, all, we're all adults. We're all friends for the most part, you know. We got to share. We, we, we share a common workplace. You know, we don't. Our offices aren't the same, but the racetracks are the same. We're all going to the same nationals, yeah. the same world, and the same Reedy race. So, yeah, you know, we got to live in the same world. Yeah, it only makes sense. <laughs> Man, we got to get to California for like a week or something, Mike. Yeah. Yes, not for Surf City. Yeah, right. You don't want to see Why us not? serving. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of fat <laughs> man moving around, man. <laughs> yeah, we're not agile. No, we're yeah, very we're very nimble when it comes to marshalling. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not we get back up <laughs> yeah. is the question. <laughs> yeah, we can get down to the car really fast. Did you see that move that he made? <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't got up for five minutes. Uh, uh, all right, Frank. Well, of course, thanks very much again for coming on the MBM podcast. We appreciate it like usual. And again, I apologize for my stuffy, complex mouth and nose and coughing. And... Sorry about all that. But. No problem. Thanks for having me on, and you guys are doing a great job. So just keep keep on keeping on with the NBM, and we'll keep listening. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, you we heard been... it right there from Frank. <laughs> They're going to keep listening. Yeah, we've been going through some growing pains here with the podcast at, uh, on the backside, but I think we're going to I think we're going to be good now. Yeah, we're moving back <laughs> into where we were, just uh, bumping the road like anything, and you get through it, and here we are again. There you go. All right, guys. Well, All thanks right, for Frank. having me on. I'll yeah. catch you later. Awesome. Right. Thanks for Take taking care, the time to talk to us. Okay. Bye. Bye. So there he was, Frank Root. I'm going to even give an excellent rating to Skype on that call. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one of the best ones yet. Yeah, can't complain. Nice <laughs> landline situation. So I guess what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll refresh our refreshments. Yep. And we'll get Joey on the line from The Dirt. The Dirt. And we're going to talk a little about Dirt Nitro Challenge. woo So we'll be back right after this break. And guess what? I'm right on the stop the button this time. But I'm still going to have to. I'll leave it in. Are you looking for a custom t-shirt, hoodie, pit mat, or even custom vinyl for your house or home? Look no further than Dutch Oven Designs. 
They take pride in giving you the highest amount of detail in your design that is possible. All this while offering their products at a reasonable cost. Dutch Oven Designs. Quality is just a standard for them. What's happening? What's up, Joey? So much, man. How are you? Good, good. Glad to talk to you. Sorry it took so dang long. We've been just struggling with all kinds of crap. No, no worries. I uh, I was at the mailbox place mailing. They're printing a bunch of like making these stickers and stuff. And uh, I had my phone out showing the girl whatever. And then I left, went home, did a bunch of stuff. And I was looking for my phone. I couldn't find it. I had to go all the way back to the mailbox place. Oh wow! So, what, what were you showing the girl no, on your phone? The best part is, is <laughs> I hit I hit record before we called. So it, it's it's funny. He said he was mailing. He was he was mailing out stickers and that. You're you're a bit of an artist. Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of my own artwork, so I was showing her pictures of uh, the, the artwork and the different stuff to give her an idea of what, what I wanted, and so yeah, when I went back to right now, she's like, I hope you don't mind, but uh, some girls called for you, and I thought maybe it was you, so I answered, <laughs> and it was, one was your mom, one was your girlfriend, <laughs> oh, sorry, she's cute, but uh, luckily I did, luckily everything's okay. It's all, it's all under control. Yeah, 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 luckily, nobody... Uh, she answered the phone right, and everything was good. She didn't try to mess me up and say, hey, this is Joey's other girlfriend or something like that. <laughs> you know what's the worst? Yeah. Is, is when you send the text that was meant for your girlfriend to your wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always the horrible. worst, man. <laughs> it's always the worst. <laughs> oh. That's funny, yeah. yeah. yeah that never so how are you guys? Well. Everything's good? Yeah. Oh, we're surviving the uh, somewhat mild winter Mild winter uh, that we're getting. N- never mind us. Yeah. Shortly after the last time I talked to Joey, and he was with Aaron, Joey got in some kind of an accident. Uh-oh. Like, yeah, you yeah. got royally messed up, dude. Yeah. This is the most I've ever been hurt in my whole life. I've raced motorcycles, raced bicycles, some off-road. I've never been hurt so bad as I got hurt on this bicycle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I feel fortunate that everything's all right i was kind of worried there for a little while i broke my i broke my cheekbone my ocular bone and then my jaw bone and then my hand two of my ribs and kind of messed up my shoulder but luckily uh for whatever reason i didn't have to have surgery on my jaw my eye healed all right kind of gave me a little eyebrow lift so like even when you get older your 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 you get kind of wrinkles it's so swollen and permanently damaged that it looks like it's all brand new on this side so i'm like yes <laughs> plus i have that mysterious look when i look at somebody they're like huh nice. <laughs> my eyebrow kind of goes up so you know i came out i came out all right <laughs> so this this you had it was on a motorcycle you, no he was on a bicycle no, no. So uh, a pedal bike yeah just like like a like a vintage schwinn pedal bike and uh, i stayed down at the beach huntington beach a lot and I was riding on the boardwalk. It was night. I have a little light, but not very much. And there's an area on the boardwalk where uh, the beach people that, that service the beach can empty these huge trash trucks into these big, huge roll-offs. And it's an area where uh, they're set down below the, the, the ground level. But there's nothing to keep you from riding off of there. And I was riding kind of going fast. And I don't know if there was trash or bottles up there, but I hit something that made me kind of go off to the side. And there was nowhere to land. I fell all the way up, like 12 feet down onto my face. Oh, and blacked man. out down there, passed out. And a bum, uh, the guy that was like homeless was down there. <clears throat> and he, he apparently, I don't remember this, he picked me up and walked me off. I told him where I lived. He walked me all the way back. And my friend said that, you know, a knock on a sliding glass door. There was a guy eating a burrito, <laughs> holding on to me, and I was all bloody. He's like, "I found this guy down by the pier. I think he got beat up." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> my friend was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, so I, I went to, right to the hospital, and 
had x-rays, MRIs. and Oh, my God. Luckily, I'm glad you're laughing about it now, man. Yeah, it was horrible. It was kind of scary. Plus, and then I, just, I posted pictures, and it probably wasn't good because people were really freaked out. They thought maybe I'd, I don't know. I don't know what they thought happened to me, but it was an innocent accident, and I feel fortunate that I'm all right. You still ride? able to tractor and build tracks. And you, you still riding pedal bikes? <laughs> well, the pedal bike disappeared. I think the guy must have taken my bike because it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, that was well, he probably, taking you home. <laughs> that was just, yeah. I, I didn't complain because I you know I have my wallet, my phone, and everything. So you know if he's got my bike, so be it. <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, uh, Oh man, oh. I'm so glad I asked about that. I'm so glad you hit record yeah, yeah. right from the get go here. <laughs> I've learned. I've learned because sometimes we yeah. get flapping our lips, and it's like, okay, hang on, I got to start recording. So oh. I, yeah, yeah. I had a feeling we That's were going to get good. right into it. That's awesome. So you must be a pretty busy guy uh, with uh, the uh, DNC coming up here. Yeah, you know, it's it's getting to be crunch time, and I've been working on it for a while. And, yeah, this um, this weekend, I'm, I'm supposed to have left already for Phoenix. I live in Southern California, when it's about five hours from where the race actually takes place. So I uh, we usually go early, about four weeks. It just so happens, you know, on a personal note, my mom has to have some uh, surgery that seems kind of important. It got postponed till tomorrow morning, so I decided to stay a couple extra days here to make sure that my uh, my mom was all right. And of course. Aaron and, I, Aaron and I are heading out Saturday, and we got a busy three weeks ahead of us. So, yeah, we're we're getting ready. He oh. he shaved. Never mind, yeah. shaved. Well, we gotta wish no. this guy's mom the best. Well, yeah, <laughs> shaving's like <laughs> no, no, that's no, like no, way no, down no. on the list of priorities Listen, here. Don't get me wrong, Joey's mom is like utterly important <laughs> but Aaron shaving is like yeah. what happened well it's so funny because okay here, here's the difference Aaron by himself looking in the mirror going okay I'm gonna grow my beard how it looks good he will grow it is he'll put miracle grow on it till it looks like he's homeless <laughs> until he gets a girlfriend which he just did yeah he yeah. happens to be a really successful hairdresser and next time I see him I'm like dude what happened to you and his girlfriend has a big smile on her face like she trimmed that stuff up and made it look like uh, he looks like a you know he looks like a stud now. <laughs> so so what, what 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 you're saying is, and and, and and we can remove this or edit it if if he doesn't like it or not. But but she's already got his man parts in her purse. <laughs> oh yeah yeah she she has shaped him right up. Yes ma'am. Yeah. Yes honey baby do there. Like, yeah. Uh, Which is yeah. good because you know he's a good guy and she's an awesome girl. Uh, so I was gonna I, say I'd like to see my buddy happy. <laughs> I was gonna say she must she must be a keeper if he's if that's going down. Oh yeah, she cooks good, and yeah, I think I think now the only difference you're gonna see Aaron is he's probably gonna weigh 200 pounds because she's like Italian and knows how to cook so oh, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll have a trim beard, but he's gonna be this big, huge guy. Like, we're, gonna, we're gonna have <laughs> if she's Italian, we're gonna have to add him on the Facebook group, the hard, hardcore Italians. Oh, you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We that. should get yeah, him yeah. in on that, and you know he'll get some yeah. some pointers there. From us Italian yeah. folks. You know, and, you know how guys on their own, they're like, I'm going to dress myself, and I think this looks good. And next thing you know, like they have the goofiest whatever, and then it takes their girlfriend to come in and say, you know, dear, let me fix you up a tiny bit. So Hey, my wife fully approved. <laughs> my wife last night fully approved my camouflage pants with my team-associated T-shirt. Yeah, but that's because you're married. <laughs> yeah, Ma- ma- <laughs> Marriage and dating is like two different. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, oh, God, yeah. yeah. For every dollar on RC cars, she gets a dollar towards whatever she likes. So, of course oh, that's not a bad it. ratio. Usually, it's like a five to one, man. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's five <laughs> to one in my favor, though. I spend five times. <laughs> yeah, BS, BS. <laughs> BS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. So, so um, obviously, this year DNC, 
you had to limit the amount of entries. And I remember you mentioning that to me the last time we talked to you guys. Um, yep. So maybe just elaborate a little bit more on that. Like what kind of drove you guys towards that? Was it just the uh, ungodly amount of hours that it was taking to get through a day or? Um, well, there are a couple of things like p- part of it. It's fun to, in all the years I've done it, I've always let people come the day of the race. I always ran the computer and I always did everything. And for me to add somebody to the, even if the race already started, they traveled all this way and they say, Hey, Joey, can I get in? I know, I know there's a lot of races that said, Nope, if you didn't sign up early, you can't get in. For me, I felt like if they're willing to put in the time and effort and drive all that way, of course, it takes me two seconds. I'm, I can put you in no sweat, right? And then new heat, no problem. And the race is kind of built on that. Uh, like people would travel really far and I, I know in their mind what their buddies are going, Hey, can we get in? And they'll say, yeah, Joey, let's you get in. You, you can sign up after the race. You don't care. So I know the race has kind of grown that way. And each year there's people that traveled like uh, from other countries that showed up and just signed up the day of the race. You can never really tell how many people are going to come. And last year there was like, you know, 300 and some entries the day of the race. And so not only was I not prepared for that, cause I didn't know that many people, they've never been that many before. Uh, it kind of, I didn't know how to get the race started for everybody who pre-signed up and did everything they were supposed to. They had to wait for us to try to accommodate all those people, which not very fair to the racers because, you know, they signed up early. They shouldn't have to pay that price. And then not only that, there was so many, we couldn't do the scheduled amount of, of, uh, practice and it just made long nights for everybody. Part of the fun is like, you know, it was a crazy event. It went till four in the morning and I'll always remember that story the rest of my life. Do I want to do it again? Not necessarily. And I think if racers had to do it more than once, they, you know, they might change their mind. So, and not only that, after it was all said and done, there's a hospital close by and the hospital had called and said, Hey, you know, at three in the morning or whatever time it was, you know, some of the patients could still hear the cars as much as they like cars, you know, if, if they're not feeling well, <laughs> that's probably pretty annoying. <laughs> pretty annoying. <laughs> and then there, there were some houses that heard it. So, uh, they asked if we could try to be done at a decent hour. So they're going to work with us. And so for those reasons, uh, I have to I have to cut it back because of some noise. And not only that, I just feel like the race was built around a lot of fun. Other activities that we would do, we'd have a big dinner and people would hang out. And, you know, I don't necessarily want to go till 4 in the morning. And I feel like the quality of racing suffers a tiny bit. So I decided to, uh, we had to limit it. And then we just do the, we do the, how many people are in a heat? How many heats can you do in a certain, how many minutes does a heat take? And if you're running from eight in the morning till however long, nine at night, how many heats can you fit in? And we come up with that number. And so uh, I think it's, you know, maybe 600 and some, as opposed to we had 800 and some uh, eight scales last year, over a thousand entries for the whole event, but on the wow. eight scale track. So we have the, have to cut out like almost 300 entries probably, which is, you know, for me as a race promoter, it's a lot of money, but at the same time, uh, I want the race to be fun and I want people to have quality racing and, so that's what we that was what we decided to do. Well, I think it also makes the the DNC that a little bit more prestigious to get into, right? Yeah, I think so. The, the only problem I've run into is uh, over the years, it started out with guys saying, "Hey, my son's you know he's a, an intermediate driver, but he kind of wants to run in the expert class too to see where he stands up against the expert guys." Or if it was an expert guy saying, "Hey, my, my son wants to run, or I want to run in the pro class to see where he stacks up." Uh, can I run both? And I have said yes before. I've never really advertised it, but you know, over the years, there's been certain people that have run, you know, the expert class and the pro and the pro class, or the it initially started out with just somebody wanting to run extra class. As the race progressed and it got more and more uh, limited time, people would run more classes, 
just for track time. So now in the past couple of years, it's been some guys run as sportsman, expert, and pro, all three classes. And if you're and you can only go up a class, you can never go down. But what's happened is, if you're an expert driver, you're racing a car. Next thing you got five guys in there that are sportsman guys who's trying to get track time. So it's not the fairest mm-hmm. scenario. I've allowed it, uh, just out of lack of having a new formula. But now that I'm forced to have a limit, I decided I might as well do it the fairest way I can and just limit. If you're an expert driver, just enter the expert class. You can't enter expert and pro. And if you're a sportsman driver, just enter the sportsman class. Don't enter sportsman expert because that makes it kind of a more fair playing field. The only problem is all kinds of people have called me and said, oh, that's the most horrible decision you've ever made. I'm not coming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've been just like kind of broken hearted. I'm like, oh man, seriously. So it's been a little stressful this year because there's a lot of people that only want to come if they can race sportsman class, expert class, pro class, and 40 over class. Otherwise they say, I'm not going to sit out there for just, you know, three rounds of qualifying. And I, I try to say to them, I see, well, what other race gives you more than three rounds of qualifying? Oh. I don't understand. So, no, you, so, I don't you, know. you can't We're, always make everybody, everybody happy. happy yeah. And, and the reality uh, is for I those, know. for the, for that one guy that tells you that there's about 12 waiting to get in on that race. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I hope that's the case. I mean, I do it so people will come and I don't do it. That's the only reason I do it because people want want to come and do yeah. it. So well, we it's we've a actually bit of a bummer when they call up and say no, yeah. they don't well, want well, to come and, anymore. I'm like, oh man. And you're explaining yourself right now, right? So I mean, you know, someone wants clarification. You say, listen, to the MBN podcast, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I tried to explain it as good as I can, but you know, it's like somebody. <laughs> I get that they just want track time and they want what they want, and yeah. I want to come out there and I want to run five classes. I totally get that, and it, and it's just. And that's my, you know, it's something that you started and you feel have take a lot of pride in that people want to come. I, I feel bad when they say, I don't yep. want to come anymore. I'm like, oh, darn, I wish I could do whatever it takes, but I got to draw the line, you yep. know. I, I know hope that. this makes it a more uh, a more prestigious race and not only that, just may- maybe less people and uh, a little more quality track time. That's my goal. Well, it's quite the party I hear too, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's pretty fun. There's a lot of people that it's, there's a big area that's just all camping, and they they cook food all day. And then after after hours, you know, the people who are old enough, they have like a little bonfire party, and everybody <laughs> celebrates with some beers. And we have a driver social. And th- this year, we're gonna have a horseshoe tournament. Nice, which is gonna have a lot of prizes, and we we got some cool things lined up. Okay, that's it, Mike. I don't care what anybody says. Next yeah. February, this is what we're doing. I'm not I'm not going to the, the Spectrum race in Wisconsin yeah, in November. I'm saving all my vacation for February next year, and that's where uh, I'm going. That would be fun. You guys should do your broadcast live from the track. Oh, cool. we would love oh to. God, you have no idea. So cool. Right? And we're, and we're, little, can we, uh, can and we do it from the tech shed with Aaron? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it would just be nonstop oh, messing God. around for oh. sure. You have no idea. Yeah, that's it. You have no idea. Hey, listen, I got a question for you. Sure. And you can choose to answer this question however you please. I like your T-shirts on your website. Yep. How can I acquire one of those? With, other than having you to pay can. $20. Other than having to pay $20. Well, but, well we're Canadian. Email me, I'll probably just send you one. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. You know, like $20 yeah, yeah. is actually like yep. 50 Canadian right now? Oh wow! It is lot, unbelievable. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah. being a. I, I, to, that's why yeah. I'm begging. <laughs> I'd love to support you guys. Yeah, you just uh, email me. Okay, and uh, I'll make sure I get you guys whatever you need. Oh, that would be totally awesome. I was just looking. I was like, man, those yeah, are pretty sure. cool shirts, man. I'm like, how do I get one of these, dude? dude like I said, yeah. So, I mean, I know how to get them. I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what websites are hard? I've been working on this website thing for a while. 
I mean, I can operate a shovel backwards, forwards, upside down. I can barely freaking turn my phone on sometimes. I get so frustrated. And then trying to work this website, I'm like, ah, I feel so old. And so, yeah, it's so it's so much harder than it, than it looks. I know, dude. Uh, I know. I work with computers. That, that's my profession. And, oh, God. I just want to put yeah, my fist through them. Trying to get them. pictures up there of, of of my t-shirts that are the ones I want, and then trying to talk to somebody who's far away. And you know, I, I commend people who have websites that work properly and everything's in order. My mind sometimes kind of scrambling. I do I do it myself, but hopefully, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully I find I I, fi- I seem to find myself on the tab that says the the dirt girls all yeah, the time. Yeah, I was going to say, did you yeah, click yeah. on that? Yeah, tab I don't yet? know. For some reason, I just always end up on that tab. <laughs> And then I yeah. feel like some perv because I'm like, man, this is probably like one of their wives or girlfriends or no. something crazy. They're all RC girls that have been around for a while. They like the RC cars. and Apparently, apparently they, they, they like you, too. Around. I was going to say, are you sure it's the cars they like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're a fun group, you know. I know I know those girls. I, yeah. I live in, uh, I travel around quite a bit and, and grew up in the same town forever. And I stay in Hollywood a lot. So a lot of the people I know are into that kind of stuff and they don't mind coming and being a part of the RC races because it's a good group of dudes, you know. Sometimes guys can run them off, but the RC people have always been really nice and, and uh, the Dirt Girls enjoy it for sure. Oh, so I'm assuming, awesome. obviously, the Dirt Girls are going to be at the DNC? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some new ones. Okay. We're having a big party. And <laughs> so <gonna be> really <laughs> so we, we've got a friend of the podcast. His name is, is Steve Marin. He's coming all the way from Michigan. Uh, to oh, to race in the DNC, so he's got he's got two questions or maybe three. I'm not yeah. sure. But his one question is, uh, he's wondering if you can hook him up uh, <laughs> with a date with the Dirt Girls. But I'm pretty sure he'd be okay with just a picture. <laughs> oh, that card! I got a cardboard cutout he can carry around. For oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna tell oh, him to come yeah. find you for that yeah. cardboard cutout. Uh, call him out, oh, man. Call yeah, him out and get him that yeah, cardboard yeah. and go, post a picture for go us. Go grab Please. that microphone and say, Steve Marin. Oh, my God. Get him on Live RC and embarrass him. Oh. Yeah. You never know, though. You never know. Hey, I'll introduce him. And, you know, everybody's everybody's got somebody. And, it, and the Dirt Girls, might he might just be the one that they've been looking for. So you never know. I, I don't mind one bit. Yeah. For the track. L- love works in mysterious ways, yeah, my doesn't, friend. Doesn't, doesn't it? Awesome. <laughs> Yep. Hey, I race RC cars. No way! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I love you. Uh, you never know. It might be awesome. Yeah, ten carat ring. Here it comes. You play with toys? Well, no. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, so do I. Yeah. No. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> All right. Give me a match made in heaven. And you live where? Where it's freezing cold? Yeah. Oh yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the actual other real question he was wondering about is he's just kind of curious yep. as how the uh, practice works. Like, is it assigned heats or is it just a get yep. in line kind of deal? Nope. We, this year before, like the Monday before the event, so the 17th is Wednesday when practice starts, so the 15th would be Monday. We're going to post uh, online, and I'm not sure exactly where, but online for sure where you can find it, the heats and what heat you'll be in. Basically, it shows everybody who's entered what classes that they're in. And the heats that they're posted that way is going to be the order that we're going to run practice. So when you show up, you'll already be in a practice heat. And it's going to be, we're going to run that, that whole uh, system twice. So you get two rounds of practice in the order that they're posted. Perfect. Oh, cool. Makes and if sense. Somebody, if, we have, if it's not sold out and there's people that still want to come, we'll post you know, how many spots are available each day beforehand so people know if they want to come or not or they can call me. But if they show up, then those guys will be added into those 
heat so that there was there's no uh, so, interruption so with the you, start you, of the race. Wait, they'll start on time. When you say they can call me, yep. elaborate. What, what's that mean? <clears throat> well, I've always been just really available to all the racers. And, and so people sign up for the Nitro Challenge. They sign up in like 10 different ways. I'm probably the most organized, unorganized guy you've ever met. Because yeah. <laughs> people call up, they call up, hey, Joe, can you sign me up right now? I'm like, yeah, let me pull over real quick. So I get my little fancy phone out that I barely know how to work. It's got a little stylus. I pull it out. I write down all their information on a little quick note thing. I take their information or whatever. And I, I say, yeah, you're in. And then another guy says, hey, I emailed you all my info. I'm like, okay, great. And then another guy says, hey, I instant messaged you on Facebook all my info. I said, okay, great. Another guy says, hey, I, I signed up on your website. Okay, great. Another guy says, hey, I, I went through uh, PayPal. Okay, great. So like eight different ways that people sign up. <laughs> right, right, and right. And one of them is just calling me directly. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, if you we, were we, driving, yeah. if you were driving, you would just say, "Hey, look online," and they're like, "Well, I don't know if that's up to date." You would the easiest, the smartest thing would be, "Hey, Joey's numbers on that thing. Call him, and then he'll tell you right now, you know, a live up to date. Hey, I got five spots left." Yeah, and you could say, "Hey, I'll I'll take two of them," and then that way you know for sure. Well, no, I, and, 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 and yeah, and that, and the reason I asked was, and and we just kind of cruised your website and shabam, there's your number. Yep. So there's no big secret about. Uh, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get your number? Is it something that you know you got to go through the sign up process first? But no, clearly yep. it's, it's it's quite available right there. So <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah. leave it at that. Please, nobody spam Joey or us Canadians. They'll come and yeah. hunt you down and take care of you. <laughs> I don't mind. Dude. I don't mind. It's been, it, my, that number's been on there for the last 15 years, so whatever. <laughs> we got to start like an MBM podcast, GoFundMe. Yeah. And then we have to tell yeah. your dad that he's letting us build a full-blown RC track in his backyard. Yeah, and, and then we'll get Joey up we'll here. We'll just get Joey up my dad's got Ooh, four. that'd be fun. My dad's got, well, it, his whole property's four acres. Uh, oh man! Probably two of it for sure would be available, and it is like clay. the world's hardest cement clay. Like I mean, you could, Ooh. yeah, it's it's well, yeah, it'd be nice. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it'd be difficult, but it'd, be, it'd turn out. You I mean you'd have a really solid, nice service that would. Well, and, 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 and I mean, we live on clay everywhere, so if you whatever you need around here, you just find it, dig it up, yeah. and bring it in. Maybe one day That's we cool. can convince them. We'll get you up here. That's yeah. what I say. We started awesome. GoFundMe. We get a bunch of people to donate us the money to play for his plane ticket here in home. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get him up here. Yeah, awesome. I like that. I'm down. You let me know. See? You ever been to I Canada, to man? Build... Yes. Yeah, yeah, a few times. Oh, I, good. I did the... I built a couple of tracks. I just I just now uh, pulled out this uh, 2012 <laughs> uh, RC Pro Series um, plaque that I... Aaron and I went, and we, we helped put on the big race for the RC Pro <laughs> Championship Finals in... Uh, I think it was in Quebec City. Oh, nice! Yes, and uh, the guy flew us, uh, flew us, flew us there, and then flew us in this little private plane, and we had a great time there. We built a cool track and had met a lot of really nice people, and we had a blast. So, yeah, it was fun. Hmm. Loved it. Yeah, I remember the last time I talked to them. I think they were getting ready to come You'll, up to Canada. You'd hate Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't Aaron, have to worry Aaron about loves Canada. <laughs> the problem is, is we're isolated. Like we're eighty-five thousand people in the middle of. BFE, and uh, it just you know there's no like there's not like the nightlife sucks. It's just it it's it would not be what you're used to, and nothing like Quebec. It just oh, you'd be surprised. <clears throat> a lot of the tracks that hire me, you know, most RC car tracks are in an obscure area. And yeah, it's a small little town, usually with a tiny little store, and you know, I like it. It's nice. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. I guess so yeah, California's yeah, yeah. so busy and crowded. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys would have a hoot with the. Canadian Eskimo uh, hookers up here. I mean, uh, girls. <laughs> 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 Do 
See, now that you said that, Aaron's new girlfriend's like to let him go. So you just exited. You just oh, got no. Aaron out of here oh, right no. there. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's girl has nothing to worry about, believe me. If she's Italian uh, and she's cooking for him, there ain't much up here uh, for him. He ain't, yeah, he ain't yeah. even going to be interested. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's, that's funny. Cool. No, <laughs> no, I think we'd all get along actually pretty good. I think, I think we'd all yeah. get in some trouble. I, was that's say, sure. I can see myself getting in a lot of trouble <laughs> with these two guys. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we're we're pretty well behaved. Oh yeah. yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say that on air. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I gotta ask you: are, are these phone cases something you're planning on releasing for purchase? Yeah, I think so. I think they're gonna be on my website soon. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and I think they're. I think I have it to where there's, there's gonna be a few different designs. You just pick the ones you want, and we can make them. I can't. And they work good. I'm using one right now. I, I, well, I've, I've been kind of waiting to like. I've wanted to get it. Like my phone lives inside of OtterBox because of what I do for work. But I've always wanted yep. to get a case just to kind of, you know, on the weekends cruise around with something to get it out and have yeah. it right. But I I stumbled upon these and I'm like, oh, I think these might be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you, I got a lot of people that email me and ask me about it since I put that picture up. I was kind of putting it up to see what people thought about it. I didn't really put it up in that and say, hey, what do you guys think of these? But I have a friend who's working on it with me, and, and he would give, give me those to, to sample and check out, and I thought, they, I thought they came out really cool. Yeah, they, they do. And, li- and like I said, I, I didn't realize um, that you were such an artist yourself. Like, holy jeez. Oh, like, oh yeah. nice. Have you seen any yeah, of stuff of, on Facebook? Do a lot of work. Hey, I think I, is that one of the dirt? I just went to the dirt racing here, and I see a cutout of a chick with a shovel. Is that yep. one of them cutouts that you're talking about? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah and they're man. full size. They're full size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's like stuck in the ground. I can see it. There's like two by twos. Yeah, yeah. Some dude. Nice. Oh. Yeah, the guys from Upgrade made those for me. They were, we stuck them around the track one year. It was really fun. They made big cutouts. And I'm like, all right, perfect. We'll stick them around. It was fun. Can we trade in your t shirt for something different, Mike? <laughs> can we get like a Joey original <laughs> MBM podcast design? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, draw, draw, yeah, cool. draw us up something, man. Yeah, I mean, I've been I, busy doing that lately. You'd be surprised. I mean, people want their logos or their names drawn, like the Dirt logo, you know, or the Drake logo. People have been calling me, asking me, so I've been busy doing that. It's been fun. We're gonna have to promote for him or something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna owe <laughs> this guy. I'm gonna owe this guy like ten hours of manual well, labor. No, you know what we're gonna do? <laughs> you know, here's what we'll do. I, I want a Dirt shirt. Regardless, yeah. So what we're gonna do is, is we're gonna do a little trade because then we'll get our friend at uh, um, Dutch Oven, Oven Design to make Joey a shirt. Oh yeah, I know him. Yeah, so I, know, I know him. Yeah, we're gonna get him to make you an MBM shirt with your name on the back, so that way there you can That'd promote cool. us while right. you're walking around. We'll cross promote. Just don't listen. Just don't fall off any more boardwalks or anything, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, if yeah. you are, wear that MBM podcast shirt, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I don't, want to, I don't want him to just get it ripped up and stuff. That's okay. We'll get him another one. Man. <laughs> uh, sorry. I had to. I had to, man. It's not even funny. I'm Edwin, sorry. Edwin, don't go far from that That'd vinyl cutting machine. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to trade uh, shirts. I, That's what we're going to do. All right. I'm down with that. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. You know, and then I'll have a... Uh, I'll have a bunch of shirts here shortly for the race, you know, different designs and different styles. So maybe uh, I can post a few of them on, on my site or online if you guys see what you like. Sure. Email me and oh, let me know. Yeah. 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 That'd, that'd be, be dirty. Awesome. No oh, sweat. All right, Joey. Well, definitely. Uh, thank you for coming on. Is there anything that you want to obviously mention and get out to the, the masses? I can actually say um, that because we have more than 10 people that listen. Yeah. I can't even believe well, I just it. I want to say thanks. Thanks to all the support for the dirt and the, the races and, excited for the 
all the new projects we got coming up. I'm going to be uh, in Texas at the Thornhill track this year. They built a brand new structure, big covered structure. It's the largest outdoor covered RC track in the world, and I'm going to be up there in a couple months building the new new layout for that. So I'm excited, and we got this uh, series in the works with one of the with one of the media guys. I can't say who or what, but we're trying to work on this uh, U.S. Pro Cup series and make it a really cool thing. And Sweet. That's about it. For any other information about the Nitro Challenge or any stuff, look up thedirt.us. And uh, I appreciate you guys and talking to me. It's always fun. I look forward to it. Let's uh, let's set some, something up right now for after the uh, the DNC here. Maybe that week after, maybe we'll reach out to you and we can yeah. uh, talk about uh, the whole event talk and, and get some yeah, yeah get some inside information. That would be fun. Maybe you could I'm take us take us sure. some MBM. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Only pictures that we can post on our on our on our Facebook oh, yeah, page. Yeah, like exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah. That was. Oh. You know what? I'm on some Medicaid. Yeah. I'm actually, believe it or not, <laughs> got some serious medical stuff going on, and I'm on this drug, and it messes me up, man. I can't even That's think right. straight sometimes. And everyone would say, oh, isn't Make- that kind of great? No, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for a good interview. Oh, man. I want to like, say this, but my mind It just doesn't come out. But, that. yeah, let's let's do that. Let's, oh, man, that, I love doing stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you got you guys, anytime, got my number. We, we usually stay a few days after the race. I think I'm going to stay after the Nitro Challenge and help reconfigure the 10-scale track for the local guys that do that U4. Nice. So they call, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help them. Uh, they're, they're a good group, and they help me, so I'm going to help them. Uh, the 10 scale track that I make just for the Nitro Challenge, we're going to reconfigure it just for specifically for their purpose. So I'll be there for a few extra days, so maybe we can Perfect. do it then. What What's the best way? You like email the best? Is that kind of your preferred way to... Well, how about this? You can email me. You can call me. You can <laughs> Facebook message me. You can... <laughs> I was trying to me. find you. When you say Facebook, you, do you have a personal account on there, or you just go through... Yeah. Well, here's what happened. I have two Facebook pages, and they both have, you know, my... <laughs> I set them up way back in the day when it first started. When, when, when I did them both as personal accounts. So, you know, the Joey Christensen is one account, and then the Dirt Racing is my last name. No, see, the Dirt Racing. Yeah, the Dirt is my first name. Racing is my last name. I didn't set it up as a business. So the Dirt Racing is they're both personal accounts. So last year I was locked out of my my Joey one. I couldn't get in, and I tried to do it a hundred times. Like, oh no, you already have a personal account. I'm like. Oh man! So somehow I've messed myself up, and I'm locked out of my personal Joey Christensen account. Did you? So there's a lot of guys that like, like, man, I can't even get a hold of you. You're so rude. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't been able to get on it for like two years. (laughs) You need like some serious computer help, man, and and let let, let's talk. I know. Well, I live out in the dirt. I live. I live in a freak. I live in a hole where I'm not very good at that stuff. (laughs) Well, if there's anything I can do to help you out, man, it's kind of what I do. Uh, You know, I'll message you here, and we'll, you know, anything. I, I mean, I'm not by. I don't do the website stuff so much, but, you know, I I kind of get the Facebook and the this and the that, and I'd be more than happy uh, happy to, uh, you know, coach you. I got two personal Facebook pages. And uh, I think they don't allow that anymore. I got to convert one of them over into like a fan page or a, yeah, Facebook's all like mad. You know, I, I, I gotta love hate with Facebook, man. <laughs> well, you gotta look yeah. at his old one, dude. Like his Joey one. It says no recent <laughs> posts. Joey has not made any recent <laughs> posts recently <laughs> for like so long, and I feel bad because I know people are trying to reach out to me, and they're just like this guy. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to tell him. Hey, sorry. You know, like, I have you done like not... the password reset stuff, or Dude, you, you don't know the answers? The like, uh, 
No, I haven't really. Yeah, yeah, I tried. One day, I, I tried a few times, and it just wouldn't work. And there's yeah. so much stuff going on. It's like I have a thousand passwords. Uh, it's hard to remember it all. So, you need, you, yeah, need, a, you, need, a, you need a program called LastPass. Check that out. I need to hire one of these dirt girls as a I was just going to say, no, he needs an yeah. assistant. You know, what? you know what? I'd go with option number two as well. I would. I really would. That's funny. Oh, all right, all right Joey, we'll let you go. Yeah. Thanks a lot, thanks man. Thanks again for coming on the MBM podcast, dude. We appreciate it. Hey, I, I love it. Thank you guys so much, and I uh, look forward to talking to you after the race. Yeah, Absolutely. For sure, man. Take care. Take it easy. Take care, guys. Okay, all right, ciao. Bye. Oh, my God, what a hoot. Oh, dude, that guy... It's even better when he's got Aaron right oh, beside him. Oh, I can him. just see it. The, oh, my. Like, looking at pictures of those two, they just yeah. both got that yeah, yeah. S-H-I-T grin. Yeah. Yeah, and just like, <laughs> let's get into some trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, so definitely, it's definitely something that has to be on the must-attend list yeah. in the nearest possible future. Yeah, we just got to, yeah. Yeah. You just got to build a nitro. No, no, no. We just got to figure out what to tell the other halves. Uh... Listen, yeah. dear, we're going to take you away. I will you guys. You are going to Cuba. I'm going to race RCs. Not even. I bet you there's something nice we can find them to do around there. No, you don't want them anywhere near there. Well, <laughs> believe me. So you, you heard guys it, you are heard just going to go missing <laughs> for a week. You heard it here, Steve, because I know you're listening to this episode. <laughs> you need to go find Joey. You need to tell him, I'm Steve. I'm the friends of the MBM podcast, guys, and where's my damn cutout? Yes. <laughs> and I bet you he will find you one. Well, I think he's probably going to introduce you to a couple girls, too. So <laughs> yeah. make sure you smell good that day. <laughs> <laughs> extra little bit of slather of the pit stick there. Yeah. A yeah. <laughs> couple extra squirts of the hoor lure. <laughs> if I'm allowed to say that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, uh, let's take a break. Yeah, let's go on a little <laughs> break. And then we'll be right back after this. Cow RC. The radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow Cow RC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. CowRC. Maintenance King. All right. So, go easy over there. We can hear you in the microphone doing that, dude. (laughs) Uh, So, we're pretty much going to call this a wrap for this uh, episode of MBM Podcast. Uh, I did go racing last weekend in Sudbury. Had a great time with those guys uh, at the backtracks. I forgot about your Sudbury yeah, race. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Good time. I, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. Um, lots of good racers there. And, uh, dude, that carpet is something else. I just watched a fish swallow a man's arm on Facebook. That is ridiculous. Anyway, and it is. While he's doing that <laughs> and laughing. Uh, oh, just my God. <laughs> just to let everybody know, I know a lot of people have enjoyed the uh, kind of bit of music stuff that Kyle and I have been doing with uh, a few other people here and there uh, at the end of the shows, which is, you know, good fun. Um, but to let everybody know, I'm actually going to be starting a top 20 countdown show on a friend of mine's internet radio uh, site called Energy Rock Radio. So you guys will check it out. It's going to be on Saturdays from noon uh, Pacific time. Till 2 p.m., two hours. 
Uh, might end up having Kyle on. Who knows who might else show up uh, for it. But we're going to kind of do that. And then I might take snippets from it, maybe throw it in at the end of the show. Or, you know, if there's people that like the music portion of it and are interested in just the file because they obviously can't, you know, tune into the station, let me know and I can probably set you up with it because it's going to be all pre-recorded and stuff like that. So You can always just add it to the end of the podcast too. <laughs> as a, uh, It's going to be two hours, dude. Yeah, and it... Well, or add it throw as, in little snippets. Just or, give them or a little as, sample. As a B file, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, 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 it just that was just my two cents. I'll show. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like I said, I know there's there's been a few people that have liked the music, and I'm not saying we're not going to do it. Still, you know, we might get a hair up our butts and you know say, hey, let's think of these top five songs we want to you know try and find that are different. You know, whatever. So suggestions. I'm Anybody? Not, I'm not saying it's going away. I'm just saying that you might not hear as much music at the end of these shows as we've done before yeah like me and you had talked of kind of falling back into the original uh yeah it's going to be very much so that format yeah yeah i don't think there'll be so often that we'll have two guests in one show that'll kind of stretch the yeah no no but we're just gonna but things are changing and i think for the better and you know we we got more dynamic we got kyle with us we'll try to actually i know exactly what we can talk about if you want to Talk to Kyle for a little bit. What, his man van? His man van. Oh, no, let's not get into his, the man van how's adventure. The, how's, how's the man yeah, van Yeah, we didn't even mention Kyle? that. We talked, we were going <laughs> to talk about it the last about show. Last and, yeah, we ended up spending like another hour or in change on, on the show with, <laughs> us, with give, Rye it, Man. It, and give us the five-minute version on the man van, Kyle. Five-minute version. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, folks. <laughs> this is great. Well, had a stupid idea. Quote, <laughs> snow wheeling. At least we were smart. Went out at a decent time. Started at about 7 o'clock. P.M. P.M. Out, out, out. <laughs> and, uh, buddy, I'm not going to mention any names on here, just in case, you know, he may be a listener. You never know. Um, not to point fingers at all, but he's got a stock 2014 Chevy. I've got a 2003 Dodge Durango lift kit, trail digger tires. <laughs> he decides... He wanted to go, so we went, and he got stuck behind me, and I had the great idea to try and go through a swamp, to turn around, to get around him, and got stuck. And and the weather's been really mild. And Oh, yeah, e- everything was soup, and I mentioned that to him before. I'm like, you got stock tires. I, I'll be fine with mine. I can drive in two-wheel drive, but you've got <laughs> drag slicks, and it's going to be yeah. soup. <laughs> yeah, snow, <laughs> snow and mild weather equals extremely slippery. Yeah, well, it doesn't help. He doesn't know how to drive either. Kind of <laughs> holding it to the floor, not paying attention, rather paying attention to his girlfriend's cell phone while backing down a hill, got off track, slammed on the brakes, and, well, now he's 90 degrees to the trail. How are we going to fix this one? So that ended up into, I don't know, <laughs> 10-hour adventure. I had to get rescued by search the and local... Rescue? No, not well, search not and rescue, no. but local police department had to come out <laughs> on their snow machines to extradite us from the bush. Yes, I'm snorting. Uh, uh, it, was, it was a good time to look back and laugh at it. It wasn't such a good time that so, night. But So what did you take up in there, Kyle, to get everything uh, repositioned? Um, mini excavator. <laughs> like I said, I was uh, wasn't playing around. We took the the John Deere thirty five D up there and walked it in. And thank goodness uh, we got that connection. Or you do, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, a great connection to have any time. <laughs> Let me tell you, I think getting it out any other way would have been quite the challenge. I bet. 
Oh, it would have been, especially <laughs> where I was positioned halfway up a hill because he was 90 degrees <laughs> just on the crown of the hill. Oh, it was bad. bad and you bad, ended up bad. breaking some parts because of this, eh? Yep. I just uh, I put quite a bit of money into this Durango <laughs> to put it on the road, new power steering pump lines, rack, quite a bit. Well, now I'm changing the power steering pump and rack <laughs> and pinion <laughs> yet again. <laughs> Thank God for warranty. Warranty, yeah. warranty, that's what it's there for. So uh, what brand did you buy of power steering pump and rack? Uh, power <laughs> steering pump was Duralast, I think, from Advanced Auto Parts. And the power steering rack is from Detroit Axle. Okay, folks, so don't buy that brand. It will break. No, it's... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I will give a big shout-out to Detroit Axle on it. I've used quite a bit of their products, and it's a Dodge. They're, it was one of the first years that they put a rack and pinion system into that big of a vehicle. vehicle. It's very underpowered yeah, for... Yeah, yeah the weight of the vehicle and what i was doing kind of just pushed it oh yeah absolutely yeah without doing any upgrades well we've seen another man van today though didn't we kyle yes i've got some competition in town Uh oh yeah same (laughs) color everything same body style suspension left and he has the tires that i actually wanted to put on. oh boy so i said i said to kyle i said well i said we can go meet him up and tell him hey i bet you you didn't put two power steering pumps and two racks in your (laughs) triangle last six months (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, that's funny. What are you doing over there, Matt? I, I'm playing with my utter butter. Utter butter. <laughs> it's got uh, my OCD has kicked in so bad right now. <laughs> if you, oh man, I wish I wish oh, we were didn't work. videoing this right now because <laughs> what I'm guaranteeing you he's doing is getting it all out of the syringe and never going to get it back in. <laughs> that's exactly. He's got the grin from ear to ear. You're going, yeah, that's exactly what's going on right now. I think he had an air bubble in it he wanted to take out, and now it's just not sucking it back up into oh. there. <laughs> yeah, it's just turning into a huge mess, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. This is a bad idea. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, the Kyle stories. <laughs> An example of the kind of things that we do when we're not doing RC-related stuff for the family thing or whatever else is going on up here in northern Ontario, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it uh, can get pretty crazy up here, especially yeah. when you got a redneck over oh. here that just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I may not be big into the RCs, but... Uh, no, you yeah. just you play with the full size stuff. Yeah, that's Ky- exactly. Ky- it costs a bit more. Kyle, Kyle's one of those guys that me and Matt always say, you know, when there's a will, Kyle's got a way. You know, when he wants to do it with a vehicle, he makes it happen, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what if it's it is safe or just well, li- just like the video you shared <laughs> the other day of me cleaning out the catalytic converter. Oh man. <laughs> I tell you, you must have been in tears when I posted that and you finally saw it. I was like, man, Kyle is going to be rolling. I totally forgot we had the video for that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I'm not going to And I was lie. supposed to post it like forever ago and it just never happened and I was bored and I was going through my stuff. No, I think it was a memory that came up. No, no. I was going through my, my windows. Uh, um, on my, I'm trying to go through all my photos on Google Play. Right. Because I only have like 12,000 of them <laughs> because it uploads everything. <laughs> And you and it and when I say everything, like it was I it, on on all my phones. It's when it's enabled, everything. So you send me a text message, and it's got a picture. It uploads it. I don't know why, how it's always been like this. So I've got so many inappropriate 
People shouldn't even see some of this stuff. Oh, kind of the pictures. stuff that comes oh, in between us is it's just <laughs> unbelievable. So I'm trying to clean this out because I really don't need some of this stuff, and I'm trying to sort pictures of my daughter, like into a, a folder for of her. You know what I mean? Out from everything else, whether it be you know RCs or <laughs> us doing dumb things or whatever it is, you know. And it's just it's a complete cluster. So I was at the be- kind of at the beginning, which is when we took that video because that's when I had first started when we started using using that. Android phones, and I was like, "Oh man, I gotta post this finally." I was like, "I got to." <laughs> when it came up and I watched that, I oh, yeah, I never giggled so hard oh, in my man. life. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that was uh, that's classic. I, I don't know why I oh, ever yeah. thought of doing that, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how it happened. The I hose just, and the backyard slope, and let's fill yeah, the we, exhaust. Yeah, we, full yeah. Water. yeah, let's put the front end of the car down and fill it up. And then the best part is, is we didn't realize how much was still in there when we went for that ride. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Avenue onto Wallace. <laughs> I got goose the gas and just filled his car full of steam. <laughs> uh, oh man, you know. <laughs> Whatever. You only live once. We had good times. Oh, you only die once. Oh, man. Could you imagine if we would have had Kyle with us the time we ran into that wall? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would Let's been not a... talk about running yes. into walls. I have done that once before. Let's not talk about yeah. it. Yeah, so, do you remember so that Mike one? And I... No, let's not do it, Matt. No, no. <laughs> never know who's listening. Yeah, true. Just no, no, no. What, what wall did you run into, Kyle? Um, I was oh. delivering. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't talk. No, no, no. Sorry. You hit a wall when you were delivering? But tell everybody the story about the time you were delivering and you reversed out of somebody's driveway in the winter and what you seen fly and hit their garage door. <laughs> I can't remember. Your cell phone, remember? No, 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 no. I was on the road. I was on the road and I had my phone in my lap and I didn't notice it hit the... It was in my lap and it hit the ground before I got out. So I went and did the delivery, come back in. I'm looking for my phone, looking for it. I couldn't find it. I had to go pick up another delivery. I'm like, whatever. It's got to be in the vehicle. Somebody will call. <laughs> well, I goose on the gas. And it's wintertime, too, so the tires spun. And I look in the rear view, and I see this thing fly through the air. And it had to have went, I don't know. It flew quite a ways. So the before. tires spit it out. While the tire's spinning, the phone went probably 40, 50 feet. And this isn't a front-wheel drive vehicle, too. So it went from underneath. Oh, man. All the, oh. oh, that's awesome. But the wall I hit, I was delivering as well. And I was pulling into Westside and turning around in their parking lot. And it was just after I'd done some brake lines, and I guess I found the air bubble. I went to hit the brakes, and the brakes didn't work, and I hit the side of West Side. Everybody, the place was packed. Everybody jumped oh, up, thought I was coming through the place. I can just imagine the dust that fell from the roof. Oh, it was you know bad. they don't clean that place. You can just see it. Everybody's eating their poutine, and all of a sudden there's this... Big massive clump of dirt that <laughs> fell onto the ceiling, sitting on their bacon poutine. And they were worried about the little cl- crack oh, and man. the plastic or the vinyl siding. Uh, I'm like, oh, you've. Oh that my god, was bad. So, That's wait, wait, hilarious. You waited for them to come out. No, well, they can't. The guys in the kitchen came out, but <laughs> yeah, everybody in the restaurant, like I swear, every seat was taken, and everybody 
jumped up thinking a vehicle was coming through the wall. <laughs> well, there kind of was, sort of. There was. I barely tapped it, but the place is so old and rickety, it probably felt like I was what, coming through. What were through. you driving at the time? Uh, I think that was my sunflower. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Tell everybody about what the um, the ministry told you the one time. When you oh, were going through lots of cars. That I got to quit buying and selling vehicles or I got to get a dealer's license. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, man. I used to go through cars. <laughs> I'd buy, sell, trade. I'm out delivering. I'm making, you know, I'm out in people's driveways all the time. You see old decrepit vehicles. It's like, hey, that'd be a great delivery vehicle. What do you want for it? Uh, yeah, so I was bad for, you know... <laughs> Oh, that's Putting funny. vehicles on the road or getting temporary permits. I was one of the reasons why they don't give the 10-day uh, temporary <laughs> pieces of paper up in the yeah, window yeah, anymore. Yeah. And you actually have to register your vehicle. Yeah, oh, that was man. me. Because I'd drive it for the 10 days, bring it to the scrapyard, get my money back and get something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Oh, that's funny. Ugh. This uh, is what we do up here in Northern Ontario. <laughs> let's not make him tell every story. We need some for the next one. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? He's going to have at least a dozen by then. No, I know, but, you know. I've got lots of stories. It's just... Uh, he he didn't even tell you the part about where his friggin' girlfriend's kid's trying to play with the shotgun and the friggin' police cars are getting a ride home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were in the supervisor's car, and she had the, the window cracked, the slider. <laughs> well, I guess the supervisor now carries the big shoddy, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's right there in the rack, and the kid's <laughs> playing with it and stuff, and I'm like... No, no, no! You can just oh god, not play with that. Let's not blow our hands yeah, off. Yeah, no today. kidding. Look, I know you got it back in. I don't know why you attempted to take it. How out much you got all over yourself? Uh, not that much. <laughs> Note to self: If you get a bubble in it, just leave it be. At least I know now. When I get another syringe that I'm going to fill up for Joel, I know to not bother trying to suck the grease up. Uh, it don't work. Note to that's self. Note to, note to anybody out there that's a Cow RC guy that has one of these Utter Butter syringes. Yeah, don't think you can eject oh, it all. I just love Cow back. RC, man. I know, me too. I just love their product. I've been using that Moose Lick oh. on everything. <laughs> like, I replaced a whole whack load of door handles at my house. Everything got Moose Licked. I'm like, Julie, look how good this turns. <laughs> She's like, it's brand new. I'm like, yeah, but it didn't turn that good until I put Moose Lick on it. <laughs> So you mean I can use that stuff in my truck? Oh my god, dude! Dude, it's a l universal lubricant. La that, last year, last winter, my lock froze. I brought it in the house. I it's cleaned a, it out it's with a the silicone lub lubricant. Yeah, I cleaned it out with my Moo Clean stuff with the, like an electronic cleaner, so clean yeah. the mechanism really good. And then I just loaded it with Moose Lick and. Oh my god, man! It is wow, unbelievable! It's a little bit expensive. Let's just be clear. But you know what, man? When I built my twenty-two three point Everything got moose licked. It's it's not that if, expensive if, with the code IMOO. You can 10% well, off. Well, your first one, but whatever. Who cares? Support a guy, man. He makes a good product. Yeah. But like, well, yeah, you know what? You get what you pay for, right? Everything. Every bearing, everything that, anything that was, that was something that moved on something, I moose licked it. Because why wouldn't you? I mean, you're, you're putting the thing together. You protect it. You get your bearings all good. You know what I mean? Once exactly. You, and because it creates that barrier, so it makes it easier to clean. Oh, it's just... Well, especially with silicone, right? You're keeping yeah. the water and, and everything you, else. So well, there's the, the willy the, bum bum. The can, <laughs> the cans like that. That's the clean that he's got on the. Uh, that, that's that's it? a moose lick set of bearings right there. Oh yeah, he's got the tire spin in there. Well, it's also a good bearing. So, well, it's the it's the the it's the the bearings that mm. came in the kit. Like they're nothing crazy. Like I don't know on a, a like, on, on a vehicle if it would be 
But they're grease. Well, but the grease too, like that stuff, butter. the utter butter. It's just it's grease. It is like unbelievable stuff too, and you can get a pretty big jar of that. But like yep. on your car, like you know your door hinges, door hinges, hinges your hood locks. hinges, locks, any of those little mechanical moving parts where you normally would see grease. I just moose lick the crap out of them, and it's just like, oh my god. And you get it on your fingers, and then it's like you can't even hold on to anything because... <laughs> well, see, what I do when I soak my bearings in it, what I do is I normally take the the little red hose and I plug it in, and then I just kind of easily spray it into like a lid, like an old lid of another aerosol can that yeah. I got laying around. Oh, okay. Well, and then I dip them in there, but that's not the cool part. What's the cool part is the next day when the aerosol is evaporated off of it, and all you're left with is the silicone, silicone lubricant. Well, see, I've been thinking about asking Heath, and it's funny because he might even hear this, of, of getting like a small jo- like container of just the silicone without the, without the aerosol. In. Like, so literally you could take your bearing, dip it in, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and just put a lid back on. Like get an utter butter jar with the screw lid, but full of yeah. the silicone. Yeah. Because the aerosol is just a propellant to get it out of the can. You really yep. don't need that to do your bearings. Because, I mean, maybe I'm just being too much about it, but, <laughs> you know, but even like my shock shafts, like think about it rather than spraying <laughs> it, take a Q tip and, and rub yeah. rub it on your, because that's. Then you you're know, not getting it everywhere. When well, you're and that's to spray it. Like it. I'm in my house, I'm trying to spray it, and it's freaking, I'm eating it, and then I got to get 16 wipes for my glasses because then I'm. Yeah, just anyways. don't ever boil your glasses again. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Let's see here. Mike's boiled his glasses and melted them. He's left the door open to his gas uh, stove to broil a steak and melted his the knobs. knobs. Yeah, damn knobs. But why would they put plastic knobs on? Yeah, yeah. With the $2,500 oven and you give me plastic knobs? They're not plastic. The The top of them is metal. The underpart no, that the metal's that, over no, top is metal. It's just a chrome cladding yeah. on plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, tin foil. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see that yeah. if the knobs were up, you know, on a normal yeah. stove, yeah. not like above the door. Yeah, no, that's just I, bad. The, the best thing I ever did cooking <laughs> was, I remember this, it was a long time ago. And we wanted hot dogs. So we put hot dogs in a pot on the stove and then decided to go get cigarettes. Locked up the house, left the hot dogs burnt going, come home, no water and no more hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine what the inside he, of that place looked you like. You weren't living beside me when you did no, that. No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> this was Breton Road days. Oh, that was before you lived beside oh, me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good times. Oh, my God. I bet you the smell was just amazing. Oh, oh, burnt hot dogs <laughs> rock. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Too funny. And oh. your clothing, the beds. It was so, so bad. Furniture. This, this oh. is some of the stuff you guys will get to hear from the MBM podcast when we're not covering RC stuff. It'll be, yeah. it'll be just dude bro stuff. Yeah. Best way to say it. The three of us have gotten ourselves into many of pickles and many of jams. Oh, yeah. And we have lots and lots of funny stories to tell about it. There, There's times where the three of us will be on a modern day three-way, as I call it, which is a three-way <laughs> phone call for all you pervs out there. And uh, <laughs> and we literally, we will be laughing so hysterically that people will look at me while I'm at work. Because a lot of times I'm at work, Mike might be at work or he's out on a call or something. So, he, you know, he's kind of by himself. And Kyle's doing whatever Kyle's doing. And yeah, which here, is a whole lot of nothing. W- right w- now. And here I am outdoors around lots of people laughing hysterically and everybody's just like, that guy looks a little weird. He'll be all right. So it's good times. You guys will get to hear lots of uh, great stories. But I think we're going to call this a show. 
So if you enjoyed it, we're glad. Thank you for staying with us. And, of course, thank you to a lot of the companies that help us do what we're doing, CowRC being one of them, which we just basically had an infomercial for, un- unbeknownst to us. Uh, you know, Gone Banana Recent Skins, Rick, thank you for everything you do. Edwin over at Dutch Oven Designs, thank you for everything you do. Uh, I know MKS, Thomas, thanks for the stickers. Yeah, Matt's all happy. He's got some stickers. I got stickers for my new bodies. Yay. Uh, who else? Who am I Edwin missing? from uh, Dutch Oven. Yeah, I think I said that. Didn't yeah, you? Did you, you already covered that one. Uh, uh, Edwin, you just got it on there twice. I don't know. Yeah. My pills are kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, Mike over at Evil Empire Racing. Evil uh, I'm hoping to see some more 10-scale mo- motors sooner than later. He's got some stuff going on. My God, you have got to see <laughs> the cat pack he sent me to try to pack into a 10-scale buggy. <laughs> Let's just say... He sent me pictures of it. That's <laughs> I should have brought it here with me. I sent him pictures, and I used a quarter as a reference like for size of how big it can be. And he was like, uh, yeah, he's like, I'm going to have to think about this. <laughs> like yeah, dude. Like that that cat pack's bigger than my RSX. I'm like, if we can replace the 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 ESC with the cat pack, we're good. But I just don't think that that's gonna work too well. But uh, you know what though? Like on a short course truck, because you got all the room. Yeah, it'd be uh, you know. So we got some stuff. I'd like to. Mike's Mike's a smart guy. Yep. And it's just interesting getting some you know the knowledge even from him and and everything. There's so many smart people out there. You yep. know and. That's why I always make the comment that, you know, we try to be very, you know, we're loyal to the people that work with us because we appreciate it. But, you know, I think it's to everybody in the industry. Everybody doing what they do is important because if they didn't do it, we wouldn't have it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if there's anybody listening to the podcast and there's somebody you want to hear us talk to, reach out to us. We'll reach out to them. Let us know. I'm looking for right now. I'm trying to get a hold of a couple of 10 scale on road guys because I know there's been some uh, some guys asking if we could do an episode to feature one of those guys. So I'm working on it. I'm going to try and get somebody on that does on-road exclusively kind of deal. I don't really want to get an off-road guy that bounces between, like, you know, guys like Cavalier and that. He'll go to the Reedy on uh, like on-road race. Right, right. And, and race, a, you know, the new TC7 from Associated, that kind of stuff. So I, I don't want one of those guys because... You want an on-road only. I want, yeah, yeah. I want That's their domain, right? They can kind of teach us some stuff. Yeah, buddy. <coughs> I'm dying over here. Sorry, guys. So that's it. We'll call this a wrap. We should, you know, what else we should do? Yeah, we should reach out to uh, <laughs> Matt's having a hard time. Man. <sighs> I'm dying. We should reach out to some of those FPV racer dudes. I can get Charlie on from Novak. Yeah, he yeah, does that mess- stuff. Oh yeah, all the time. Do an episode on yeah. some FPV craziness, Absolutely. man. I'll get a hold of Charlie things, and make it out. Those things are getting insane. Yes. Jim and I were looking at them on the Hobby King website, Mike. I know. You literally can get a ready-to-fly one with a radio I know, everything I know. for under $300. I know. I know. That's I keep, including I, the camera. All you got to do I is buy your... Head. Facebook advertisements about them, and I'm I like, know. oh. I know. And and now I saw, like, they're using hockey arenas. Yeah. Like, small arenas did where they're setting the up the Did you see the one where they points? did it in, like, uh, the Miami Dolphins... I think that's the one I saw. That was yeah. huge. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Could you imagine? I was yeah. like, man, I don't want to crash. You, <laughs> Yeah, I'd crash before uh. I got around the first corner. But we'll call this an episode. Yep. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it, and you'll be hearing from us again soon. We're going to try and keep these on a bi-weekly basis or weekly basis. It'll depend on... Yeah, whenever we can. Mike's going to be bored for the next year, so... <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this one, I think, was influenced by me, eh? <laughs> yeah, just a little, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So I live where the equipment is. It's not hard for me to fall down the stairs. My wife might push me down them, but... Yeah, it's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All thanks right. for listening to the MBM podcast. From myself, Mike, and Kyle, thank you for listening, and have a great one.